Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the fifth anniversary. This is Austin Theory, and you're listening to WrestleCast Radio all day. Hey, hello to all my friends of WrestleCast Radio. This is Flip Gordon, and I'm very excited to introduce you to one of my favorite wrestling radio shows. Hey, what's up, guys, from WrestleCast Radio. This is Humberto Carrillo, WWE Superstar. You are listening to WrestleCast Radio. El Latino. Está en la casa, baby. Welcome to WrestleCast Radio. Hello there. This is the aerial assassin, Will Ospreay, coming from you live from the Tokyo Dome in Japan. And you are listening to WrestleCast Radio. What's going on? This is the man of the hour, Leo Rush, the 24-year-old piece of gold himself. And you are officially listening to WrestleCast Radio. Ah, shit. Time to get down, y'all. Time to get down, get funky. With your boy, Tuco Scorpio. Get ready to open up this show live. Right here on the Cast Radio. That's right. So if y'all already don't know, now you know. This is your boy, Tuco, and I'm ready to get funky. So everybody out there, turn it up. Let's do this. Oh, God, it's 9-10. I, I was watching a bit of that China documentary on, uh, on Vice 
with the little one. And um, so I was like, oh, I got to make the episode. And I was like, okay, what are we going to talk? And then I just started writing. And then I started watching more of the China doc. I was like, oh, God, it's 922. Oh, I have time. And I was like, oh, God, it's 928. Send at 929 and a half. So thank you for always being on top. I was like, I'm sitting in the room, and all of a sudden I see it pop, all of a sudden the screen populates, and I was like, oh, God, and I hit the button. And then I see just created. I'm already, like, banging away at the keyboard. But we made I was it just zoning out. It was it was a good day, selling hella ads and, you know, eating hella shrimp for, you know, dinner. I had a great workout, uh, you know, meeting with the, the minds of uh, local businesses and, you know, just bullshitting. But, you know, hey, I might be a DJ around here, me, me and Let's this other go. guy. Like you're, so, you're like the jack of all trades. Remember the remember the uh, in living color skit with the with their the Jamaicans and they had like nine <laughs> jobs. Yeah, <laughs> but that's, that's what I don't want. That's the thing. the nine jobs. I, are... I I need time for for housewives and random I, and movies, but, but more importantly, professional wrestling and pro oh, man. I apologize, ladies and germs, for the lack of show, but sleep and business, and it is all on me. Thank you for your patience, Mr. Cook there. Uh, so, yes, we, we promise to be back on schedule. We, we aim to do every Thursday going forward, we, like we talked, you know, the other day. Yep. Um, we, it was, we were on a great schedule on Mondays, you know, a lot more lean time for me to watch wrestling, you know, at that job, but I think I might have figured a way at this job, squeezing some wrestling as I was able to watch NXT the other day. So, like, yeah, I can have my cake and eat it too. And I've now that like I feel like I'm back in the fold of things with uh, with watching pro wrestling. Um, man, I've watched so much flipping wrestling. <laughs> like I've watched so much wrestling as of late. It I mean, to be fair, cyber fights. Universe 21 beach match edition uh, was like five and a half hours. I mean, that was like technically two events. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And it felt but like it was a smooth one. Two events. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, I, I couldn't believe that. how simple and easy. But that's what that always has been. You know what I mean? True. And you warned me about their new video player on, uh, you know, where you stream, wherever you, you know, stream your Russell Universe computer. Xbox, PlayStation, but you know, it's been you know lagging as of late within the last year, and you're like, hey, there's a new high def, you know, edition, yada yada. I check it out, and it, watching it on my 4K TV was just such a difference on my Xbox. No lagging, a beautiful picture, English commentary that would you know also navigate what they were saying in Japanese. So that's why, again, one of the reasons why a Cyber Fight Festival. Uh, Russell Universe Cage Match Edition 2021 was, uh, I would say, one of the best shows of the year. Yeah, it's, it, I mean, it's so much fun. Like, I had so much fun with it. Boy, this Stardom show, uh, apparently Stardom was like, hey, uh, you assholes are going to have to start putting together your <laughs> mid-year awards, and uh, we just gave you a match of the year, as I went five stars on the main event. Whoa. I was at four and a half, and then some crazy shit happened. And then I bumped it to, I didn't even have to think I went five on it. And George, I was in a Xbox chat playing the show, um, partially doing the show and watching it. And then during like the double downs, I would do shit on the game and stuff. And Jordan's like, I was like, sorry, I, I got this thing loud. That's why I told Doof I wasn't going to be at a party. Like I told you. And he goes, no, no, I'm, enjoy, yeah. I, I'm hearing everything. 
that's going on is crazy. So, like, I get why you're popping. And I'll send him snaps sometimes during the stuff so that he can kind of put it together. Yeah, but, yep. my God, man, I – I almost don't want to go over stardom because I don't want to spoil this main event. Like, <laughs> my God, man. I'm excited. I, you know, I was watching a little bit of stardom earlier in the year and, you know, it really impressed me. So I'm, I'm excited to get back into that. Um, I'm, I'm, oh, I'm watching these, you know, three events, uh, you know, as well. And also being bummed that I missed it by, uh, you know, Japan time cut off as I thought I, I had another couple of hours to finish the uh, the finals finger gate on Dragon Gate. And, you know, I was like, oh, I checked in the morning before work. I was like, yes, it's still there. I come back at 7 o'clock. I'm ready to watch it for the show. And, oh, oh man, no. that's so good. I was heartbroken. Yeah. I don't even see it. Are we are we waiting on the Dragon Gate King of Gate? I don't see it in the no, rundown. I I know what it is. I want you to explain to the audience first. Bigger and better things. Kobe World, you know, kind of the road to is definitely in full effect. You definitely can you know kind of chime in and let us know how the final uh, final night was of King of Gate. Oh my God, it was it was a, it was a really good show too. I mean, top to bottom. Um, I know you said you you caught everything but the main or you 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 saw what did you see from dragon gate from the king of gate i saw everything but the final night okay that's what i thought yeah i was shocked when kota minora beat yamato in the beginning wow I was that is a shocker utterly shocked utterly kota minora has I, I definitely proven that he's definitely one of the key pieces to the Dragon gate not only future but now yeah, he he looked tremendous. He had yeah. he had a new swagger. He had some gear, like new gear, like. And then he like I, I mean I I started thinking about it too. Is you you probably don't want KZ to beat Yamato just for the sake of, especially if KZ ends up beating Shin Skywalker. So you want to save that. Yep. Um, but I had thought KZ and Yamato the whole time, and I think they did it also for just just to swerve you opening match mm-hmm. and everything like. So then you, I went three and three quarters on it. And I went three and three quarters on the next one, too. Menorah won via that powerbomb. But then for a minute, I'm like, oh, my God, they're going to go Menorah and SB Kento. Because there was like three or four times Kento had him beat, and then he got that roll-up and won. Like, <laughs> these two opening round matches were flipping awesome, man. Oh, so bad. And, and they looked great, too. For me to be like, all right, I'm gonna watch this after work, and I knew I should have experimented watching it at work, um, and within your house. But definitely, I know uh, to to kind of keep it before 11 a.m. Uh, Central Standard Time next time. Um, what what did you think? I, I mean, and we can kind of speed through it because you know people probably know about it. This you know this has been a little bit since the show happened. Um, mm. Well, but, we uh, talked about the other uh, on the last show. We talked pretty much. Uh, the everything of King of Gate those nights, but the final. Oh night. yeah, okay. I I can't remember how, if we had if we had brought it up. Yeah. Well, never mind. We don't. I see. My time frame is so lapsed because I've watched so much. I forgot. We, that's like the third time now I've asked you what we talked about. Because <laughs> I've watched crazy so though, Ryan, too. What's crazy about it though is like us going over it like maybe ten minutes. Where normally it would take ninety-seven minutes. Yeah. Um, because I, I, I just ramble. <laughs> I did. <laughs> I did. I did have one one thing too. Um, I enjoyed. Well, I don't think we talked about this because we went so quick. I, I enjoyed Kagatora saying, 
I'm joining you guys because nobody wants to hear Dragon Kid talk, and Kaisuke Okuda's not good on the mic, and Ben K's not very good on the mic, uh, and Yamato's, you know, Yamato's Yamato, so you guys need somebody that can talk, so that's what I'm getting, and I thought Kaisuke Okuda awesome. was going to rip his head off. Like, Kaisuke Okuda was like, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> he's like, it's cool, man, I'll be the mouthpiece because you guys need me. And, he's, and everyone's like, no, we don't need Kagetsu or Kagetora. <laughs> And I mean, then, I'm sure they'd rather have Kagetsu as their, as their cooler, right? Kagetsu would be out there with her, with her Raphael side. God, Kagetsu. So, I'm so <laughs> mad she's retired. Um, and Kim, you know, one, one I, off. I think, Kim, I think King Shimizu might actually work. Yes. And, and, I mean, we got to watch more funky Jackie Kamei dancing, which is... He, he came out. Yeah, now I remember we talked about this because I mentioned how they said uh, he got his name because he looks like Jackie Chan with his, with his goofy hair. You remember the Jackie Chan Adventures, the cartoon where he would yeah. like, come out and say like two sentences and it would just cut to the cartoon? Like, they filmed like 90 of those in, in an afternoon. Like All Stars with Gretzky, Jordan, Joe Jackson, and, and Wish with Macaulay Culkin. Just made millions just to talk for two hours of like all these 30 second snippets <laughs> oh. insane also while we just kind of bring it up i i, I see the uh the ryan's rambling wrestling roundup thing homie um oh i'll do it right now now that i'm not, i can never like i said i can't do it on my phone because if i go to any wrestlecast post it makes me share as wrestlecast it's true. Uh, before you were able to do it on a web browser, you can't even do it on a web browser where you would be able to switch. And I have like six pages I manage. And so I'm like, it sucks. I can't like it as Alex Mello because it's always a freaking page. And I'm like, why can't you switch this, Facebook? Why did you have to F up a good thing? I, I'm, as I'm on Facebook, I realized three years ago, uh, I posted the 2018-2019 season bandwagon form for the Lakers for everybody to fill out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what are your thoughts on the whole uh, walkout gate of LeBron James crying in his chair? I think he's a, he's a little bitch. You know, I I've, I've I will never I will never say a bad thing about what he does for the community and and like I think he's he's social uh, justice and all that. Yep. It, and like well and even like the school. Um, yep, you yep. know the the I promise school like all that stuff is fantastic that he does like I will never not a bad showing if he's you know kind of the role model but that, you know especially with that school well that that's my problem is it's like it's like come on man like like man up man like yeah. what kind of a role model are you when you're crying like a little bitch and walking off the court when your friend Chris Paul you don't even yep. congratulate him. Um, there was there was something that Joe sent me where it's like it was like hockey players beat the shit out of each other for sixty minutes and then shake <laughs> each other's hand, and then it was like LeBron James losing and just walking away. It's like, well, it's true, man. He's a crybaby. He's, he's, he's an though. awful loser. Can't you sense that frustration for all your life? The first time he's ever gone out of the first round. I mean, he let a damn no a uh, team of no ones like Anderson Varejo or whatever that curly top <laughs> doofus. Uh, you know, got to the finals, and He's so like, younger, you though. get out of the first round. You're you're frustrated because of the injuries that he sustained for a longer period of time this year. Dave's going down, both of them out. 
the Lakers like sinking, you know, in the standings. And oh yeah, what did when did they start this season? What sixty-seven days after they won the bubble championship of twenty twenty? So I, I mean, I I get it. It sucks, but like that, and you know, all these injuries that are sustaining because of the lack of rest time, and then rushing into these, you know, this season that they just played. I'm sure it was a lot of emotion over that, and not not the the basis of losing. Yeah, but I mean, I, as much as I I can say, yeah, I agree with that. That's not a bad statement. What about all the other players that had the same, had to do the same thing? They didn't do didn't didn't LeBron James. And he yeah. knows this is going, and 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 that's the sh- the shitty thing. He knows, okay, I just got knocked out of the first round with another, you know, all all star right here, who we won the championship just, you know, like five months ago. But you know, like I, I don't know, like his time is winding down. Like he promised a lot of championships, and I, I don't know, it's it just a lot. And, and all the hate and speculation, you know, from these media groups and, you know, people out there in the world, I'm sure, you know, this just adds more fuel to their fire now, which is unfortunate. Do you think this hinders anything on the legacy? No, because LeBron fans are defending him for doing it. That's that's my other issue is LeBron fans are some oh, of the dumbest I mean, fans I've ever like I has he mentioned anything? Has he been his two cents? Has he apologized for that? No, and then they asked him, Are you you oh. know, you were you were planning on doing you know, trying to do the um the Olympics. You know, he's like, Are you gonna you know, yeah. is that are you trying to get another one of those? He goes, he goes, I'm not gonna play for the Olympics this summer, I'm gonna play for the Toon Squad and he laughed and like nobody else laughed. It's just like, um... like he's that's my only issue with him. He's he's one of the best players ever. I will never deny that. His track record is amazing. Mm-hmm. But he is one of the worst losers in wrestling, or wrestling, in sports <laughs> ever. And like, in wrestling. It's just, He's kind of yeah, I mean, you can't do that. Like, yeah. when you're the leader of the team, you set the example. Like, you can't go from ultra babyface in Cleveland to ultimate hashtag heel in Miami to, again, making that swerve face run back to Cleveland, win a championship, then get that, you know, superstardom level. You know, I remember when you had another co-host on Sportscast Radio named Alex, and you would always talk about, you know, like, hey, LeBron, his next move is going to be L.A. He's going to start, you know, branding, doing the movies, this and that, and that's exactly what happened. You called that shit a year or two before he was a Los Angeles Laker. So, I mm-hmm. mean, it, it's just, you know, now it just seems like, it, I mean, <laughs> this Space Jam 2 better be good, or this could be another, you know, kind of blemish on, on LBJ's uh, resume, uh, you know, leading into, you know, no more career, or the end of yep. his career, I should say. Yeah, I just, uh, I don't know. Like, that's, that's just my only issue. It's like, come on, man. Set the, set the example. Is he top five all time? I think so. Over Magic? I mean, he's essentially magic. I, I I hate the bullshit Jordan comparisons. Yeah, he's, Kobe's yeah, the he's, Jordan guy. I think LeBron, ever since high school, I always saw Irvin in him more than MJ. Um, I mean, yeah, I think I think he's better than Magic. Hmm. I just like it's hard for me to say that, but I mean, but Magic also had. All stars for like the first. <laughs> yes, he played with Kareem. He did Kareem with him, you know. Like, <laughs> but, yeah, but Michael I mean, Johnson. 
<laughs> Michael Thompson talking to him. Well, Michael Thompson. <laughs> That's hell yeah. I love Michael Thompson. But it's just when 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 he wants to take over a game, I mean, he, you can't even you can't stop him scoring. I mean, and his his defense is really good. Are you talking about Magic uh, or, or LeBron? LeBron, like I like. I, I just think, remember his first eight years, he would never take. Yeah, because he was uh, he was a little puss bag. Because then it, it, oh, is he over uh, Kobe? God, don't make me say it, but I might say yes. Oh, <sighs> Kobe needed Shaq. LeBron needed like three people. Well, and then Kobe did it with Powell too. Yeah, true, true. I mean that, that man got Adam Morris. Great, great all around players on those teams. I mean, I'm, I'm just yeah, of course, but. Man, so it goes Jordan, then Larry Bird, then Pete Maravich, then LeBron, <laughs> then Luke Longley with Luke Judd Bushler Hey, man, he would shoot a three and make it like 40% of the time. But when he did, you see would pop like Cody Rhodes all in. I um I almost in in a wild way would say um uh I think I think the closest one to, that like uh, if I know Jordan is you know the the the, the number one but yeah. I almost argue that it, there's certain there's certain ways that I look at it where I can argue that he's not number one and he's number two and I I think number one well, Kareem, Kareem, yeah. huh? tell me, he has, he has the, an unstoppable weapon. Like at, at some point, you know, if you put enough guys on Jordan, you're going to make them have to pass the ball. I mean, he created the sky, didn't he? Yeah. Like you, phys- there's, you physically <laughs> couldn't, you, he, he has the un, unphysically stoppable shots, but the only thing that yeah. stops him is his own accuracy. Like that's the only reason I think Kareem needs to be in that conversation because, I mean, you, you how do you stop? You can't stop. You you physically skip. It's it's almost to the point where like everybody who who shit on Steph Curry winning back to back MVPs, like that guy can take one step over half court and yoke it in your face, and he'll do it every no. time. And he'll do it twenty feet beyond the line with the yeah. ease. Yeah, he will step past half court and shoot, and it goes in. Yeah. Like he's, he's like I, I'm the only time I ever get anyone bullshit for going back to back MVPs is Carlo. I, I see a lot of hate for Steve Nash when he did too. Yeah, but he was kind of changing the game in his own route in that era, where he was just like a Mister Everywhere, in a time where you didn't see flashy point guards like that for a long time. You know, you're just like, oh shit, okay, and he can hit, <laughs> no, and he can score. And he was a leader. I think that was the important thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's uh it'll be interesting, man. And let's like, be real, the Jordan did term. it with two numbers, but Kareem or Kareem did it with two games. Yep. And like and that's the one thing though I will give LeBron is he won a title on three teams. Which yeah. no one's ever done, I think, in any sport. And he also took the Lakers, who had the worst record in, over the span of six years, com- out of com- like combined, like worse than the Timberwolves, 
and in you know in the second year they won a title. Regardless of who was on the team, he gets credit for that. Like I respect that. Like I, but that was because he was all in on it. Now, you know, now he's yeah. Then he did shit like this that just pisses me off. Like, we ushered I'm, in a wrestling reference, ladies and germs. All in. <laughs> well, we had two all ins in that, but that's um, true. I I, uh, I digress. As we 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 we, get, we where do you want to start? I guess. Wait, no, one more question. One more basketball question. Since A Rod is now part owner of the Timberwolves, and he doesn't give a shit about the link, which is so unfortunate. Rumors of the team. I know people are saying they're not going to move. How the Timberwolves move? Are you sad about it? You mean the you mean the future Seattle SuperSonics? What? <laughs> hey, why not move them to, I, to where I played most of my baseball career in Seattle? Hmm. Didn't think about that. I, I know Seattle's been wanting a team back for a long time now, but they got a wow. brand new stadium. I didn't put the, the Kraken start next together. Wow. What yep. They got a brand new stadium. The Kraken start playing there next year. Hmm. Wow. You heard it here first. <laughs> Just saying, I'll be bummed though. I mean, because that's that's what happened the first time. Like that's like that's why I like the you know that's why I always called that like the Lakers because that was our team and I, yep. we didn't have a team. So I think I was a Lakers fan because of Minnesota ties before the Timberwolves were mm-hmm. thing. So I mean, you know, the, the Lakers. Put your still George feel Mikan more... jersey. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> Powder blue, baby. Um, <laughs> They just the Lakers almost feel like more of the team, my my hometown team, because of that anyway. I see that. You know, Again, I mean, the, yeah, the correlation the makes sense place. now. I was always like, "How the hell are you related?" Oh, yeah. Ding. So I was, you know, I was, you know, I was, I was, I think I was seven or almost seven by the time we got the Timberwolves. Hmm. You know, so I mean, and I had already been introduced to basketball for a year or two, so you know. Said, why don't we have a team? And they said, well, we used to have the Lakers. Now they're in Los Angeles. I said, okay. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. We have to cheer for Craig Elo. You move. I, that's because I love Mark Price, man. <laughs> uh, Mark oh, Price is a lot of famous players growing up. But, man, it was like, <laughs> that I watched them, like, man, these guys are tight. Man, Johnson, James Worthy, Byron Scott. Like, these dudes, these guys are flipping tight, man. Oh, Let's go. Did you hear James Worthy, Mark, as a kid? No idea why. I, I just thought he was, I, like I'm all about you know that that you know your your Scotty Pippins your James I mean James Worthy was pre Scotty Pippen like uh, like that number two like that mm-hmm. unofficial that Arn Anderson if you will basketball yep. teams that unsung hero that if you call on them dominate a second's notice and take that shit over and James Worthy Scotty Pippen to a degree was not throwing chairs. Um, you know, we're, we're kind of that for me. And yeah, I just always dug the small forward position because of that. Um, and, and that was, you know, that was the, and my mom was a Celtics fan. So Whoa. it was just, it was a nice little cool. I can, you know, it's a banter between the two of us. I, you know, I still to this day say that if James Worthy didn't get hurt, Bulls don't get that first ring. They lost yeah. game one because Worthy yeah. was, was containing Pippen and then he got hurt and then they got mm-hmm. swept. That's, uh, that's a mighty fine uh, statement that I cannot disagree on. So did Mean Gene live in Boston? What, what's up with love for Boston sports teams? I think she just thought Larry Bird was hot. 
That's why she likes like the Mark Rangers. Messier, right? Right? Mark Messier was hot. <laughs> <laughs> and, oh, my God. And then Henrik Lundqvist. Man. Oh, you man, only would have thought Jushin Thunderlander was hot. Man. Bitch. <laughs> oh, I, should, I should call her right now. Is she sleeping? Yeah, do not call her. We've, we've done this before. <laughs> Embarrassing circumstances. Don't, don't worry. In about three months, she's getting a phone call on air anyway, so just don't you worry. <laughs> It'll become September. <laughs> um, Holy shit. But now that we're a half hour into the show already, uh, as per normal, what do you, hey, you want to go? I put banter. I put banter. You just, and banter, banter's deserved, man. It's always fun. Give me a number one through ten. Ooh, weren't there 15 matches? I'm going to go seven. Seven. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Cinnamon. Ooh. It's, it's, it's late oh, night. Is Daddy doesn't work tomorrow. Yeah, I'm taking a... I, I, I'm, I'm going to be jamming on baseball for a long time after this show's over, so I'm ready to get rolling. I, uh, I, I think I officially hit nine full days played in that game. Wow. So you should name what, your, your liquor cabinet the 99 Camina. Oh, that's instead of the 37. Hell. <laughs> that's hell. I haven't had these for a couple weeks though. I like I I was gonna get them like a week ago, and I was like, mm, no. Shout tonight. out to the Booger Wolf. I got I gotta have a, a a certain um. I gotta have a certain like palette. Yeah. <laughs> for these things. I totally but, hear I, you. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so. So nine times four is 36, nine times, what, what would that be? So eight days would be, two, wait, hold on, I'm doing this wrong. Yeah, two, so that'd be 216 hours I've logged into the show since it wow. came out. What, what did it come out again? I think in April? Yeah, no, May? Yeah, it might have been April. I just remember it was April, like it came out twenty. Yes, because my post on Facebook, I was like, I know yesterday was uh, April 20th, but I'm pretty sure. Yeah, something along. Take that with yeah, the references. So I've spent nine full days of the last two months playing a video game. <laughs> I love it. And and I'm treating it no money spent whatsoever, too. Like, I'm having so much fun that I'm like, I want to grind all these cards. Nice. Nice. So... That's that's been nice. That that helps that addiction. Doesn't doesn't help my Marvel Strike Force addiction, which Adam Warlock's coming out in a couple of weeks. I'm, I'm All really right. To get that. I'm yeah. sending up your bubble account right now. My what your, account? Your Bumble account. Hey. It's where women pick you. Ooh, that's kinky. Ooh. So yeah, I'm getting that set up for you so you can not play whatever Marvel game you just said. Marvel Strike Force is the deal. There's, women there's women are the deal. I do. Well. I you know you know I I do miss <laughs> the Palacio. I'm not going to lie. What? Wow. <laughs> but uh, wait, well, I don't even remember what it, what that actually is. So maybe I shouldn't have said that. I I do miss I do miss the opposite sex. But there's a lot of times where I'm like, man. I just spent the full day doing nothing without having to hear anyone like, you need to do something. Like, it's been really nice. I'm not going to lie. See, I have a lovely spouse and, and, you and do. child, and I do the same thing sometimes. Sometimes we do nothing all day together, and then we're like, all right, cool. Yeah, it's nice. Last time Sydney came over, 
I was like, what do you want to do today? It was Wednesday. Mm-hmm. I picked him up on Tuesday. He came over on Wednesday and then brought him home the next day. And I was like, what do you want to do today, Sydney? He's like, mm, lazy Saturday. And I was like, okay. And he's like, <laughs> and he's like, I want to watch the assistant. So we put the assistant on the, the, the YouTube channel on the, on the, the big screen. Oh, my God. And I thought you meant the to... movie about the hashtag Me Too movement. No, no, this is the engineering the family. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so we're watching the engineering family, and um, he's watching YouTube for like three hours straight. I'm watching wrestling and playing MLB The Show. You know, occasionally he'll be like, he's like, can I have some water? I'm like, sure, let me get some water, dude. I'm like, hey, you want a Pop-Tart? He's like, yeah. We, we'd smash a cookies and cream Pop-Tart. and <laughs> I'm just like, this is, this is the life. Yeah, it's not bad. Those like, days are fun. Yeah, and then I, like we're going on a I camping this, excursion this weekend. That, that, I used to not think it was fun, but I'm like, yeah, this is fun. Holy shit, this yeah, is a serial killer in Minneapolis. Oh, that's great. I believe it. Body parts found in Northeast Minneapolis. Shout out to Kyle. Somebody posted a picture that says, "Just got back from a field trip in Minneapolis, and it was a school bus with bullet holes all in it." It's like, oh my god. Not wrong. What? Yeah. When did this all start happening? Oh, Minneapolis. Oh, it's sure. t- same with St. Paul. St. Paul is awful. Wow. When did it turn into Chicago lights? <laughs> I mean, I, I understand all the restaurants, you know, coming in like Giordano's, Portillo's, and what have you. But wow, yeah. Stop, stop the violence, y'all. Well, we got. Do we have a Giordano's here now? There's like two. Is there? like three Portillo's there, yeah. There's one in, uh, in Edina, um, in Bloomington and Edina, which is really uh, another one in, like, Minneapolis, I want to say. They've been there for, oh, like, yeah. seven years. Really? Like, I when I lived... Meat dish is fantastic. It's very good. It's very good. I've I've hooked a lot of non-Chicago people on their deep dish. I'm like, you've never had it? Here we go. And that what is better, Giordano's or Lou Malnati's? Oh, man. I'm a, I'm a fucking oh god sorry after dark okay. I'm a mark for Lou Malnati's. Um, it's a little thinner deep dish and I like it thick. I like it cheesy, but I think we're, when you cut it in half, uh, meaning the thickness, it's still effective and it's not as filling, which is good because after like a and a half of like Giordano's, my personal favorite Gino's East uh, in Chicago, the true OG. Um, it's, it's thick as shit. Like it's like Megan the Stallion with Nicki Minaj, uh, with Cardi B booty, and you're just like, whoa! I'm stuffed after one. Lou Malnati's. I could have. Uh, I think I smashed like half a pizza after Lollapalooza the other uh, two years ago. Damn. But I was also. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna send our uh, I'm gonna send you a picture and tell me what you think of this guy as a pro wrestler. Whoa. I have no idea what his name is, but I saw it. It was from this underground wrestling company. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, here's the yeah. photo. Whoa! <laughs> All right, just, if you don't think you're cheeseburger, you're you're definitely this guy. <laughs> That's not from uh, this era, is it? Of wrestling? Yeah, this was from, like, from a 70s? show like a day ago. Oh Jesus. I just want to go to the gym now. That guy's fitting. I, I 
Oh, so cyber why do I have no, snakes pulled fight. up on my thing? I first, so the other day we had a snake in, snake in my store. <laughs> what? A milk snake. You know, uh, a, a, a milk snake is, is a red snake with black and, red, black and white stripes. What? And it was just Hell? chilling in the store next to the print department. And did they capture it? Um, well, Kevin texted me and he's like, he's like, hey, y'all, you don't have to deal with the snake in the morning. And I was like, you son of a bitch, you better do something about that. And I was like, wait, I don't work the next two days. But uh, he's, he's, very, uh, he's very nimble. And oh, he, was able to, uh, he was able to eradicate it from the store with the uh, hook that we used to pull the gates down. Were you there that day when there was a bat in Toys R Us on a Sunday of all days with all the church people coming in? There was a bat flying around in the store. It got in from, like, the doctor. And, like, me, Pat Erickson, and his small friend, I forgot who he was, but he was, like, a wannabe uh, Bartson. Uh, good Tyler, Taylor, I, I forget. Good worker. You can build a bike, but, you know, he's a little smart-ass. I remember all trying to catch a bat with, like, various things from Jordan's science department. And, like, <laughs> with, like nets. And that's when they had, like, the big gray, like, uh, gimmicky rolling ladders. And so we're, we, we pull, like, three of them in every corner of the try to catch this freaking bat on Sunday, which I'm pretty sure we were all hung over as well. And uh, yeah, that, was, that was not fun. I, I was definitely not there for that. Uh, I would have probably freaked the hell out. I used to hate it when birds would get in there all the time. <laughs> birds would fly into the office max store in Burnsville all the time or, like, just crash into the window and die outside. I'm like, I'm, I'm like, not picking that up. Mm-mm. Well, and I'm just thinking to myself, like, every time I'd be working and there's a bird flying around, I'm like, that thing's going to set off alarm, and Bob Jamma's going to have to have his wife drive him to the building because he's not fit to drive. God damn it. Bob Jamma. Wow. I remember when we were doing, um, I can't remember what we were doing. It was during overnights, and something, like, some alarm went off, and he got called and had to come up, and, like, his wife had to drive him because he was all hammered. And like, Remember that time like, you came in all hammered? Yeah. What, what I was like, what was like <laughs> you're dead. <laughs> I, I had come from Hooters. I like think, a USC or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it was me, Seda, I think, Brian Klecker. Klecker. And I just remember I was hammered. I just kept screaming, Sean Shirk, you're dead. <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. I remember that one time we went to, I, I, it was either me or you, or it was me and Jordan, or it was all of us, and we were all drunk, and we went to the Toys R, oh, I think we were at the Dive, Yeah. and then we went over to the Maple, the Maple Toys R Us on overnights, and saw Bruce mm-hmm. Yang. Bruce Yang. <laughs> the Yang gang, hacking threes in Cook's uh, driveway. That guy was, we, Proving we, no we were like, incorrect. Or like you get you get Isaiah, and then he just Birdman stood under the basket because he had those long ass arms. Yeah, <laughs> oh man! Oh okay. my movie buddy! I'm pretty so, sure me and him saw like 50 movies together in like eight years. Man, I I'm gonna I think I'm gonna go back to the movies or go see a movie finally. There's something coming out. I can't remember what it is, but I'm Black Widow. Yeah, yeah, Black Widow. I might be in town that weekend. We're going to take the little one to Pride 
on Saturday. But one of my uh, other reasonings because I want to see Fast 9 on IMAX because they're going to have a snippet of the uh, final Jurassic Park movie. So if if we do come down, we definitely got to all go. I'll, I'll go see Fast 9. Cena doing the heel turn finally? Yeah. In a random Bray Wyatt fever dream? Yeah, you just got to let me know so I can make sure to try to get off of work. Although I did hire a sales supervisor today. I read it, went it on my day off and hired this guy. So Barry, nice. he doesn't flake out like Jordan's homie who did. Uh, we finally Damn. have all the keys together. And then not- once he has like a month of training, I'm taking a flipping week off of work and I'm not even going to go look at the building. I was gonna Isn't that what you me. did this week? Uh, well, no, I took two. I'm off today and tomorrow. Oh, I thought you were off yesterday as well. No, no, I, I was there for a little bit and I left. Yeah, well, that's good. You need that time. You're working yeah. like 12 hours for two weeks straight. I work, I work a lot. I, I don't. Party City offered me a GM position with like a $6,000 raise. Wow. They but have I, that kind of money? Yeah, that's, I didn't know that. I was like, I was like, let me think about it. And then I was thinking about, I was like, man, I don't want to work at a party city. Dealing with, you know, Karen coming in and asking for oh, balloons, balloons. It's been worse. I hate uh, that shit. Yeah, I know. I was like, and I would always tell the people, I'm like, this ain't a party city. Blow up <laughs> like 20 fucking balloons. Oh, I hated it. You worked at a party city? No, I'm at oh, the, uh, DG up. here. Didn't this we lady got mad because I got her strings all, all out of whack in like nine different sizes and lengths. I like. I was like, sorry, dude. I was like, I'm a manager. I don't blow up balloons for a living. And like someone came in like ten minutes. I was like, it's my nephew's birthday and I should be there. And what about these lengths? I was like, well, I can go to a party city and have it done. Otherwise, you paid four dollars for nine balloons. So whatever. <laughs> Kid fucks, stay fucked. <laughs> it's like you're at a dollar store. I, you're lucky from what I did to the, for this community at that store in a year. And now it went back to shit. So thank you. You're welcome. Yeah, I can't. I can't. I was like, I can't work in a party city. I was like, I'll be, I'll, I'll be, too, I'll be that guy who just gets pissed off at one point finally. <laughs> yeah, but you always need a refresh, though. I mean, you've been there. Five, no, long time, eight years. Yeah. But I mean, oh, well, I, I, so I was at Office Max for three, three and a half. Then I was at Staples for like, oh yes, yeah, Staples. I forgot about. I was it. there for like two, and then now I, I'll, I, it'll be two years back at Depot here on uh, the first. Okay. Wow, you've had a longer office or career than a toy. Rest career. Yeah, my Toys R Us career was like four years, I think. Three or four. 2000. No, maybe it was three. 2009 to 2000. I think I was 07 to 11. Did you, were you out of there before I was? I left because you were fired. Because I was pissed. And I said it was a Maplewood's fault. Fuck you, Steve. And then he's like, burp, burp, burp. and then he tried throwing some shit. I was like, oh, you mean the metrics that we're still high at? Whatever. And then Office Max headhunted me, and they're like, hey, you want to make this and be an assistant? I was like, all right. Uh, killed the interview, walked past Jordan Raffi. He's like, ah. And then, um, yeah. 
And then, and then you brought and then me. Then I got you screwed. Me. Literally. Yep. Um, <laughs> and then, then that's how I got in is because you. Yeah. You're like, hey man, come I over here. Hired this guy. We need to bring him in. And then yeah, it all started from there. And now I'm King Dick over here for the most part. We our our GM sure. got got let go, and our new DM uh, is a former store or was a store manager in a district. So I'm like, hell yeah! Oh, uh, that's really cool. Like yeah, and he know like he was giving he's the guy who got Caesar that took my old store. Yeah. So he knows the struggle I'm going through because he's given me Caesar a few times to help. And I'm like, let's go, man. I'm going <laughs> to. So, like, when he comes and does a visit. Someone that you know, actually he'll... knows the grind. I think that's yeah. the most important thing. Like, Well, he'll, he'll be able to come into my store and understand, like, why things don't look the greatest. Because he's been giving me his management uh, trying to help me stay afloat because we've had seven employees <laughs> for the Jeez. longest time. So I'm like, all right, cool. I'm not going to get some guy coming in here going, you need to fix this. And I'm gonna go yeah, but it seems, though, when you're not there and say there's like two or three people, well, let's be real, two people, when it's not busy, they should be, well, but then again, there's like nine different things that you're supposed to be doing. So, yeah, I get it. <laughs> yeah, and our foot traffic is up like 40% from last year, too, so. Nice, nice. Yeah, it is busy. Take that, Coven. Yeah, you bitch. All right, see you guys next week. <laughs> Cyber Fight Festival 2021. We are on episode 187 of WrestleCast Radio. Of course, this was the big major crossover event brought to you by Wrestle Universe as DDT Pro Wrestling, Pro Wrestling Noah, Tokyo Joshi Pro, and Ganbari Pro Wrestling. All were highlighted showcased in 15 matches in Saitama Super Arena, Super Arena in Saitama, Japan. Uh, rumored attendance of 4,800. That's I mean, pretty good for a COVID crowd. That's, that's pretty damn good. And the crowd was lively and happy to see it. Like we said, a little over five and a half hours. But, man, did it feel like a breeze. As as I said, I think every company was showcased properly. Wins, losses, no ties. But I would say definitely a presentation. Ryan, what were your thoughts on Cyber Fight Festival 2021 besides getting rid of the name? Every DDT, man, you can call it whatever you want. Tetsuya Sakagi will just say, every time these yeah. shows are run, they're always great. Like Ultimate Party, which has everything together as a, you know, as, with, with all the, all the stuff. Except for, well, they didn't have no, I guess. But they would have Ganbare and, um, Mm-hmm. Uh, and Tokyo Joshi probably what about but, Basara? Didn't they have yeah, Basara on there? They did, and then Basara left. Oh, they did dip. Okay, that mm. makes sense. Um, but these shows are always—I mean, these shows are always so damn fun. Like they're so good every single time. Because the structure of the show is you'll have like the opener will be like under five minutes, and then you'll have like an eight-minute match. Then you have like a twelve-minute match to an eight minute and then you'll have you know a good 15 like they know how to balance the timing it's not like everything 15 minutes plus mm-hmm. yeah, or everything's so not good. three minutes um yeah it's just everything about it flows so well every single time i i just i love it man I, these shows are like a treat like i 
I sit there and go, man, I cannot wait until we get to watch, uh, you know, the big T show because they're always so goddamn fun. Everything about them is great. They they never disappoint. Like like even the no. matches that aren't like the greatest, they're still fun. Like like you you know when uh, Toy Kojima took on Juta Miyawaki and Kenny Okada, um, in uh, I went I went two and three quarters on it. You know, it was a whatever match, but it's still fun. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you know the 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 tag title match. Um, I went two. What's crazy is how Kojima is what this is like his six month in wrestling. You know, yeah. and he's, he's still, you know going with you know uh, uh, what you might call it Okada and you know Funky Express. You know, just or Bueno looks like a member with riding that pink thing. And it was just a, you know, a fun opener for Noah, you know, to, to kind of get that win, that, yeah. that showcase there. And, yeah, it's your up-and-comer. You the haka. Bets. Scared the shit out of Junta Milwaukee when he does the, ha- the haka. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? But, th- like, that's just – that's what always works so well that I really like about these is um, it's just fun, man. Like like I said, the, the tag title match, like, was, was not – like good wrestling wise, but mm-hmm. I thought it was funny as hell. Like when when Sugar is wearing a damn <laughs> <The> <laughs> nylon out of space, like how do you not laugh at that? And then they're playing it up too, where um where Sakuraba couldn't couldn't look at um couldn't look at Sasadago and Dino because he didn't want to fall victim to the laughing. The la- <laughs> and and Sugar is just like I don't give a shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he's just like. Do you know who I am? Like, oh I, I'm gosh. just going to beat your ass. But he's got him in an ankle lock, and then they put the thing on his head, and he just keeps it on his head while he's doing that. Like, it's just, it's so fun. I mean, like, when you have great. Dino sticking his finger in a booty hole in a match, <laughs> all bets are out. Segura, like you said, is wearing, you know, panties over his face looking like, you know, a two-bit robber from Raising Arizona. And, and still applying that ankle lock and looking like he's going to just murder everyone. Uh, you know, and then Sakuraba's locking in, you know, in the ankle lock. It's just like, oh, shit. Um, yeah. It's, it's, and then people doing spread eagles, showing their asses. Like, it, it's insane. Even Super Sasadango Machine is taking his mask off. Like, it's, it's crazy. Well, like, like you mentioned, he... To get out of a submission, Dino shoves his finger up Sakuraba's ass. I thought Sakuraba was going to beat the shit out of him. <laughs> I mean, like, I was surprised he, he didn't. Sakuraba was like, oh my what God, he's going to kill him. What's that? <laughs> I said I was surprised he didn't, so what does that mean? No, just... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Something went off of my computer, and I was like, what in the hell is so loud on my computer as you said that? Um, you know what's crazy, too, I've noticed, not only in Puro now, but a lot of uh, stateside wrestling. Uh, obviously, the ankle lock has been utilized for years, but also the the Olympic slam or the angle slam. It's it's cool kind of, and you know, I get it, Kurt Angle utilizes a lot of different, you know, his moves, but he kind of put those moves kind of on the map, like a German suplex or a belly-to-belly. He made them effective. He made them look like, ooh and ah. And now I'm seeing that a lot with the wrestlers now. And I, I just think, I'm hoping it's like a good, nice respect to the mm-hmm. Olympian. Well, Sugar's been doing that for a while, too. Like, mm-hmm. 
which is nice. Um, <laughs> uh, like when he shoved his finger in there, I, I was hoping, uh, like, he, he would have went all Canelo. Did you see Canelo when Demetrius Andrade uh, interrupted his press conference? No, I did not. He, he, uh, I, he, did, he did one of these two. Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. He just kept saying that. And then when Andrade kept talking, he started doing this joint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I see your side. Yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> like, that's all I could think of when he turned when he turned and looked at him. Like, what did you just do to me? I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> like, just, you know, Dino got his distance, which is good. But, oh, man. But even, like, the pre-show, like, let's start at the top here. Oh my Tokyo God. Joshi Pro gives us uh, an offering match for the pre-show. Uh, Mirai uh, Mayumi, Suzumi, uh, Haruno Neko, Mokoya Miyamoto, and Ariso Endo defeated the team of Nao, Kakuda, Raku, Parajuku, Mahiro Kiru, and Kaya Toribami. Uh, Miyumi getting the victory for her team. I went three and a quarter on this, man. This was awesome. Fun opener. The competitors brought it, honestly. They they just, they had their working boots on. They had their outfits, whether it was a luchador mask, a bee costume, a, 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 whatever you want to say. The yellow dress, it, it, it was just hard-hitting shit. When you're put on first as a pre-show match with 10 women, you don't think it's going to go as smooth as, as this match did. Everyone got their shit in. It made me impressed, impressed as hell. Um, everyone had a character too, which you know, obviously I got to match the character to the wrestler you know, next time. But I was just like, this person I got to watch out for. This person, uh, but I'm not too familiar with the yellow dress wrestler there, Ryan. But is she? They're Orange Cassidy. She was moving and she was chill as a cucumber. <laughs> a little bit slower here, but. Is she also the one that fought Kenny Omega in the uh, infamous Jim Cornette hatred of a video? No, that 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 young girl doesn't wrestle anymore. A lot of oh. people thought that was always Riho. Riho, because um, the, the age time, like the age timeline works, but mm-hmm. yeah, it was, I mean, it was just. It, a lot of these women, too, I have never seen before. Like, I don't remember seeing, like, uh, Mayumi was the one, was, I believe she was on the winning team in that match with um, with our girl, Sayori and Oh, and um, yep. she was on the winning team, I think, against them. Uh, so I kind of figured she was going to get the victory here, but I mean, it was good. They all worked hard, like you said, yeah. and it was a lot of people, I think, have, have never been on a stage like that, and they they went all out. They did it. You know, it was. And they, it was, and they were good time. A yeah, nice A yeah. B reference. Um, then we had the 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 Rambo uh, Yoshiaki Yatsu with his one leg, uh, Toro Washi, Kazuki Hirata, Makoto Ishi, Saki Akai, and Toyo Honda, Yusuke Okada, <laughs> Yuya Koroku, Yukihino, Muhammad Yone, Shohei Taniguchi, Akatoshi Saito, Masayo Anyway, the all, all came out the funky. The Funky yep. Bunch all came at the same time. Uh, Yuna Manase and Shu Sakurai, the last one in there. Tony Honda getting that W, man. <laughs> Which brings me back to this. Did you watch Honda and Dick Togo yet? Oh, my God. When you just mentioned, and I looked at this match, I was like, oh, Honda won. I, I went back to uh, me not watching that match, even though I was like, damn it. 
I gotta watch a dick to go match, but uh, it's okay. No, it's I, okay. I I definitely will because Honda was good. He did his part. I was just kind of sad my my picks Kai uh, did not do too much. Uh, she was beating some dudes' asses though. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, but Yane getting that win, but then getting pinned himself. You know after he's been a, a guy there. But uh, hey, I just felt bad for the ref's nipples. That's for sure. <laughs> they got the double and they hit him and he, ah, oh! like, oh no, they're tearing that ref apart. <laughs> but at least we got some Kenoka, right? Yeah. Then we had, uh, uh, the, the team of Shuchiro Katsumura, Koki Iwasaki and Yubihito Itamari is awesome. Uh, they defeated the team of Shota, Kaisuke Ishii, and also, well, I really don't know how to say it, but. I guess I love you. Well, it only can ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> and the best part was, even though Ken Oka lost, at the end of the at the end of the match, Alex, they played the jam over the over the, the PA system, and they all did the hey hey hey. hey. <laughs> awesome. Love awesome. Awesome. <laughs> What's crazy too was uh, this was first cross promotional match with Noah and and DDT Pro and Noah picking up their first victory, which we'll get to a little bit later as yeah. well as I, the show goes on. I I do want to say one one last thing um, about the Gen, Genbare Pro one. Those guys work really hard, man, and I'm I was like, God, I need to watch more of this. Like Kaisuke Ishii is really good. And yes. I thought, um, I, I always like Yumihiro Imanati. I think he's Yumihiro Imanari. Uh, uh, I think he's really good. Um, I I hadn't seen Koki Iwasaki to my knowledge, but I enjoyed him. Um, I like Shuchiro Katsumara. I think he's good too. Better than he has in his previous shows. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, damn, I want to, I'm going to, I might, with this wrestling craze I've been on, I might backlog a little Ganbari and just kind of watch maybe this year's stuff, you know, here in the But it was cool. But, yeah, Jutsu Miyawaki and Kenny Okada from Noah defeated Yuki Ino and Toi Kojima, as we brought up earlier. Um, we get another Tokyo Joshi Pro offer match, three-woman tag. Rika Tatsumi and Miu Watanabe taking on Shoko Nakajima and Hyper Misao. Also, Nodoki Tenma and Yuki Aino were in that match, the uh, uh, Bataretsu sisters. Mm-hmm. Uh, which we see Nakajima with a senton on, you know, getting that victory. Fun little match there. Huh? Nakajima Love the had the superhero attire. Yeah, it was, girl. Awesome. Naka, Nakajima had been wearing um, gimmicks like Masao, and she had a superhero gimmick for a while too, okay. uh, which was pretty funny. But yeah, she's she was one half of the Miraclians with Yuka Sakazaki back in the day. Oh. That's team that I was really into. So it was a fun match. And, well, you know, Nakajima and Sakazaki was last year at Ultimate Party was one of my matches of the year. Was <laughs> yep. um, but, yeah, I mean, this is a, great, this is a fun, fun match. You know, Tokyo Toshi Pro came hard every time they were out. Every one of the matches, I went three and a quarter, three and three and a quarter. I'm like, they all worked real hard. I, I would agree. There, there would be matches I would say, hey, you've never heard of Tokyo Joshi Pro. Well, here's a 10 women match, you know, tag match. Hey, you want to see another tag match? Here we go. You know, they. I, I thought they were really great. Of course, leading up to you know the big one-on-one uh, main events, one of three. Mm-hmm. Uh, we kind of already touched on this. Uh, Sugera and Sakurai. You know, 
and the shot. Uh, Sugara wins with an Olympic slam on Sasa Goggle Machine. Funny match, good stuff. Uh, we kind of went over it. Um, and then no. Would no, you steal that gimmick if you ever went back into the ring? Would you stick your fingers to break no. a uh, to break a Hell pin? Hell no. Hell no. I would grab the guy by his hair and start biting his nose. Is what I would do. <laughs> And then spit in the ring like I was spitting on his skin. So what was the whole thing with with uh, with Dino and then when he put on that mask, that woman? And he was all doing provocative stuff with Sakuraba. I was really I think that was Sakuraba's that. ex-wife. She, I, I thought that, but I was like, wow, that's really a low blow if that's what they were doing. Hey, they've done that. Like, like Sasa Dago's done that before in those battle royals. God, they, they, they've used he underhanded. He did that, to, uh, that factory. <laughs> he, he does some, Oh my god, I forgot about the factory thing with that chick. That was one of the worst things I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, as we expected, uh, Masakita Mia destroys Hideki uh, Okatani. Yeah. Uh, he gives him the Saito suplex, then locks him in the prison lock, and that was it. And then he just left as per normal. He just walked away from the ring. So he always does. I love it. I can't Can wait for him. Can't wait. Yep, the 26th, man. Him and Nakajima. But also from that match, as that was another cross-promotional match, Noah then took a 3-0 to zero lead, Ryan. What were your thoughts so far with Noah dominating? I was I, I was surprised. Um, but I also, like like I said, I knew that I, I was, I knew that there wasn't, that, that Takeshita and Ueno I knew that outcome. Like I just, I knew firsthand what that was going to be because Takagi was booking it. Um, Mm -hmm. And I wasn't too surprised um, that DDT got their win back over Congo, but I Mm -hmm. kind of thought DDT was going to do it. But then again, I started thinking they're letting Noah main event or kind of giving them priority. So Uh, maybe they will get that. I mean, when you got Kano riding a bike, that that's a win. Yeah, I was like, this is really right about it. He just smokes him with that thing. <laughs> that was some bullet-ass pedaling by Cano, but we'll get to that in a bit. Also, <laughs> you know, as we know, uh, you know, as you said, you know, Wrestling Universe President uh, Sancho Takaki, my thing is he, he's all about parody of, of Western wrestling, specifically WWE parody, but also playing homage, you know, if you will, you know. Utilizes the Austin Glass Smash. You know they they util you know use a lot of you know things that we've seen past, present, and possibly future in the world wrestling entertainment. But the whole you know cross promotional thing and you know counting the wins losses, kind of making fun of you know their Survivor Series format. How they usually do Raw versus SmackDown. You know it all matters, but in reality it doesn't. Yep. <laughs> was that what this whole big event was? For eighty four hundred people, or how many that they have? No, I think they were just. Um, I think, I think the original plan was to put this together to to just try to get more parity onto them and get more people to really want to, really want to get into the, into the company. And I mm-hmm. I love it, man. I love these giant cross promotional type things, man. Oh, great. We got a taste of another one too, which we'll get to in a bit. Including um, then we had. Uh, Tokyo Joshi Pro coming back at us again with another fun match. Uh, Hikara Noah and Mizuki and Yuki Arai uh, took on Maki Ito, Yuki Kamafuku, and Marika Kobashi, which uh, Yuki Kamafuku sent you that video. She hey, in Ohio talk to her. Four years. <laughs> I was like, what? She lives in Ohio? 
Uh, Maki Ito taps a ride with a lion tamer. Good to see mm-hmm. Maki Ito on a winning end in these shows. Agreed. But she was already, you know, the bearing on the outcome, uh, having that superstar entrance, full concert vibe. I love how they play it on the past still. And it was it was a rock it was a rock concert for like a couple of minutes with her and her yeah. singing yeah, on the stage. Fuku it was jamming. awesome. Your your girl uh, Marika Kobashi in the orange was jamming. Ooh, I like to jam with her. <laughs> yeah, we can have Ito singing. We'll take Kamafuku and Kobashi. I was digging the lion tamer though. I, I love how she was not uh, you know giving up on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that rocked. And then uh, th- this was actually good. Ju- Finally, some good junior action without a, without dumb angles. They just had some work <laughs> because no star wrong guy wasn't there. These guys Tokawa. beat the shit out of each other, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Daisuke uh, Atsushi Kotoge and Hajime Ohara, the Momono Senshi, defeated the team of Yoshinari Ogawa, Hayata, and Seiki Yoshioka of Stinger. Harada with a German pin on, uh, on Yoshioka. This this rocked, man. This I went three and three quarters. This was fun as hell. Junior mm-hmm. action as it should be with with this company. When they let these juniors just work and they don't do dumb angles, they're awesome, man. You know what else is awesome is when you see a ten out of ten uh, German bridge suplex for the win. You know by by Dysterata. That was just yeah. Which uh, was. By the way, these guys went at it later at the Masawa Mystery Vortex type show where the Masawa Rung guy and Susumu, uh, uh, I can't remember, no, maybe it wasn't him, but they brought out Ita from Dragon Gate, who was oh, wearing yeah. um, Noah Green and black gear, which was weird, nonetheless. Weird to see. Just, um, but yeah, so he didn't change he, his name when he showed up, right? No, yeah, no, so he, that's what I was hinting to just a few seconds ago. So... Does that mean that we possibly could be getting something with Noah and Dragon Gate with their oh. juniors, since we know Dragon Gate juniors are the tits? Oh, man. That would be fun. Oh, going Ogawa God. just showing up in Dragon oh. Gate, kicking people in the dicks. I would love to see any of these guys coming and face uh, Kaisuke Okuda for that Brave Gate. Give, give me Hajime O'Hara and him. How stiff that would be. <laughs> oh, my Jesus. Oh, my gosh. Or give me a Daisuke Harada versus yeah. Kaito Ishida. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I would I would love to see some uh, something with that. And I don't mean, forget, guys, you can see those matchups every Friday night on Twitch.tv hey. slash WrestleCast Radio for Wrestle <laughs> Summit. Um, and, and let's not forget, too, Misaki Mochizuki. You know, has worked Dragon Gate too. He's part of the M's Alliance. Yeah. So we'll see what happens with that. Um, then we get Damnation, Daisuke Sasaki, Tetsuya Endo, and Soma Takao defeating the team of Chris Brooks, Shunma Katsumata, and Mao with Sasaki to Mao for the victory. Oh. Three and a quarter. That was fun. Um, Great showcase of what DDT can do. That's not comedy. This was, yeah. you know, a, a great, like I said, just manifestation of all their wrestling. You have, you know, one of the better factions in wrestling in the last, you know, three to five years in damnation here. Yep. And a new fun faction of deathmatch uh, fights with Chris Brooks, uh, you know, Shunmo Katsumata, and of course, Mao, who's looking jack each time I see him. But uh, no, I thought this was a great fun match utilizing you know, a lot of the different, you know, methods 
and and you know light and steal of what damnation we do. But uh, it was to see Daisuke Sasaki, especially after his match with Endo, just look like he's back to form. It looks like uh, since losing that and not being successful in stealing that big check after that match, you know, it seems like you know he, he's back on damnation's track. Yeah, he 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 had his working boots on for sure. That was nice. And Takao wasn't um, a robber in this match. He was showing that strength, <laughs> Obushi Junior, if you will, in some instances. <laughs> then uh, then we move on as we had the DDT versus Congo rematch. As Full we scale saw, war. Sancho Takagi, Akito Kaz, Kazusada Haguchi, Yukio Sakaguchi, and Naomi Yoshimura. Uh, they defeated the team. Of Kano, oh, and Yukio Naya as well. They defeated Kano, Katsuka Nakajima, Manabu Soya, Hao, Neo, and Tadasuke. Uh, Takagi via the powerbomb <laughs> pin on Hao. I went four and a quarter, man. This is notebook. Oh, this was really good. Unbattled. I loved it. I it didn't get it. too overwhelming with like 19 people in this match, by the way, either. I just, I loved it when uh, Sakaguchi and Kano and Nakajima would lock eyes. And I'm like, oh my God, this is going to be so violent. I can't wait. And then they get together and they just the start kick killing off. each other. The kick <laughs> off. They're like, you know what? I'm going to sit down. You kick me. Nope. I'm going to sit down now. You kick me. It was beautiful to see. Oh. Hard hitters on both ends. That's that's for sure. And then, uh, and, and then Kano just annihilating Takagi with a strike well, with rush. Slaps of Oh my God, he just beat the piss out of him. Uh, Do you think Takagi was selling, or was it a shoot that he was stunned AF from the multitude of slaps? I I think part of, I think part of it was selling, but I also wouldn't be surprised if he was like just just when I don't want it anymore, I'll just fall over and then you'll know to stop. When can we see Yukio Sakaguchi one on one with Kano or uh, oh. or Nakajima? God, tomorrow. That's please. my favorite match at the moment. Oh, please, like like today? <laughs> or what if we get Higuchi and Sakaguchi teaming up to take on Kano and Katsu, Katsuhiko Nakajima? <laughs> oh, my God. Whew. Man, I'm having Shibata flashbacks. <laughs> <laughs> Shibata Ishii. I love Sakaguchi oh. so much. God, he's, he just he's, brings it. He, he yeah. demands more out of himself, but also in his opponent to kick him as hard as he can and nothing <laughs> but respect. Well, this, this, this uh, kept on my trend of notebook matches. I uh, went four and a quarter again on this next one. Kanosuke Takeshita and Yuki Ueno defeating Kaito Kiyomiya and Yoshiki Inamura. Uh, what surprised me was Kiyomiya took the fall. And not Jabbing it out. Jabbing and, it out. And he, uh, he lost on the uh, Masawa show too. Whoa! He's gonna go like turn. What? He's gonna go full heel, man. He's gonna I, I was, Congo. He, so he wrestled. Um. Uh, where is it? Where am I going? Why don't I have it written down? Well, he lost on the initial one where Congo defeated him, Itamura, Kenny Okada, and Jutsu Miyawaki. They lost on that one, but where is um? Oh, I don't have it. I still have it open. That's why I couldn't find it. And how cool was it that Takashita not only showcasing him as the ace of DDT Pro, also saying, here, Yuki Ueno, here's the torch. You show everyone why you are going to be the star of not only DDT, 
or even Wrestle Universe, but possibly all up here Riso when it comes down five years down the line, because this guy is it. Yeah, he he is really good. I don't know what the hell it was, but he lost at that damn show, and I couldn't believe it. I'm like, I, I think I I think I closed my my browser. Um, uh-huh. And didn't save all my so I watched all but the main events I didn't finish and I didn't I don't think I saved my damn my damn uh, gimmick from it that sucks oh. I'm about to try to go back through it I gotta I gotta try to find it because now it's gonna piss me off because that was a show where Muda showed up um at the end of it um, let me go here I'm I'm not trying to waste too much time here man. Muda. Here we go. No, but, uh, okay. Cork and Hall, Masala. Um, where did he go? Oh, that was the right one. I did have the right one. I'm just dumb. Yeah, Kiyomiya took the fall from Kano in that match. Wow. I'm digging it. I don't know what they're doing with Naito, but uh, it'll be interesting, you know, him stick to Wells on the biggest stage. But, I mean, when when you're also Tokyo sports Japan uh, boards as you know the, oh, the next breakout star. I, I mean, the, uh-huh. I lied to you. Kaito Kiyomiya lost to Yoshinari Ogawa. Wow, that's interesting. The, did he, the, did he the, get kicked in the? I uh, know he just kind of like counter rolled up. He beat him in thirty-seven minutes and fifty-four seconds. Jesus. Yeah, the long match. That's why I didn't finish the match after it. Yeah, then Kano beat Masail anyway in four minutes. That was tight. Um, yeah, that's what it was. So I knew I knew it wasn't crazy. But yeah, he um I'm like, dude, why is he losing every match he's in? I I don't know. I think I think he's gonna go on a losing streak and then he's gonna win the N one and beat uh and beat Marafuji. But like he didn't beat Muda, how's he gonna beat <laughs> no Marafuji? And Muda shouldn't have even beaten I still it still drives me crazy that you want me to like I understand we suspend disbelief with wrestling. But to tell me that that old man couldn't, or old man beat Shiozaki still. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, they had to no get Shiozaki rebuilt for 2022. Yeah, that's so <laughs> that's fair. Um, my match of the night, though, Miyu uh, Yamashita defeated Yuka Sakazaki. Yamashita with the crash rabbit heat, getting the job done, goes for the handshake, and Sakazaki just slaps the shit out of her and leaves. This is great, man. Um, Alex, what's your, I want to know your thoughts on this because you already know, everybody here knows that I, I said this through the match tonight, whether I overhyped it or not. I knew they were going to deliver. What do you think of this? Yuka Sakazaki is definitely a, um, one of the better wrestlers, not not just Joshi, but, you know, all, all women wrestlers all over the world. But when Miyu Yamashita came out, she looked like a star and she looked like your champion. Yeah, I was blown away where I was like, wow, I need to stop browsing on my internet and I need to watch Miyu Yamashita. And they did not dis- disappoint. And she dominated early with power, with submissions, and with kicks. Her arsenal transcends into five different styles. You hook me because you can, that's how you can dictate a match. That's how you can dictate what the crowd wants to see. And I think someone like Yamashita can definitely do that. And when your dance partner is, you know, a Yuka Sakazaki, you, you could only hope and wish 
your dreams from a genie can come true. And, and like you said, one of the better matches of the night, if not of all of 2021. 20, uh, I mean, the, I'm sure you loved, you know, me as Shining Wizards. So, you know, mm-hmm. just going into the back of the head of, you know, uh, Sakazaki there. But I, I thought it was a great ending sequence. You know, you get, you know, another knee to the face and, you know, Yamashita, you know, obtaining the title there. But they put on a wrestling match with a big match feeling. Um, I love the how, you know, Yamashita was trying to show respect. But uh, Yuka Sakazaki definitely was not having that as she slaps the champion in the face and just leaves out. But, no, I mean, the, the Sakazaki suplex on the apron and then for Yamashita to spill the shit out of it, where I was like, oh, no. That shit hurts. Was <laughs> insane. Like they just went at it. They said, "All right, boys, look how it's going to be done." Uh, the only qualm I would have with this match, Ryan, is I wish it was a little bit longer. But hey, yeah, that's why you're gonna have a trilogy. You know, you're yeah. gonna have another one down the line, and it's gonna be bigger, and it's gonna main event that show. As this was a main event, but that will be the main event. Yeah, I I agree. Like that's that's what I hope happened. It was man, it was really good. Meltzer went three and a half on it, uh, which I think is a little low. Meltzer did go four and a half on the tag match before it, which I thought was pretty good. Oh, um, with the third Yuki Ueno, man, that guy again, kind of like Miyu Yamashita, just ooze like the now. Oh, I've, man, you know? I've, I've been riding Ueno's jock for a while now. Every time, like this dude's going to get pushed. He's going to get pushed. and he, yep. I God, think he's, he's going to get that push. He has to. Takashita was just, you know, Takashita, which is not a bad thing because he was tearing the house down. He looked like a giant compared to the other yeah. three as well. Dude, how broad shoulders has Takashita gotten? I don't know. He must be uh, going to repsports.com while using the promo code WrestleCast, getting 15% off his strength builders, his weight loss supplements, as well as enjoying some wonderful sugar-free and less carb snacks as well as the raised energy drinks. No sugar, no letdown, no nothing but deliciousness and healthy goodness from Rep Sports, R-E-P-P-Sports.com. Again, promo, WrestleCast. If uh, he was in Dragon Gate, uh, Ho-Ho Lu would be like, how has uh, Takashita made his body so big? I think if he was in Dragon Gate, I don't think anyone could beat him. He would make Ben look tiny. Yeah, he would. He's a big guy, man. He's a really big guy. And he's like 24. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I know. Isn't it crazy to think about? He like, oh. sent in letters when he was like 10. He was like, I want to wrestle. 16, he goes. And they're like, eh, you're okay. And then that didn't stop. He moved away from his family and said, I want to do this during summer break. I want to learn to become a professional wrestler. And look at him now. <laughs> the face of that company. Well-deserving. Um, another really, really good match uh, after that was next, as we see um, June Akiyama defeats Hiroshima via ref decision stoppage, which I thought was awesome. TKO. Um, yeah, I, I went four and a quarter on it. I I think I think Junakiyama is tremendous. 
Um, I've been a fan of Akiyama since, you know, early Noah days. Like, I mean, I've, I've watched this dude for 20 years. He's just mm-hmm. tremendous. And he still can bang. Like, he's – it's like Masato Tanaka, man. This guy just keeps going. <laughs> it's so awesome. But he uh, looks so really big and vibrant, given exploded everyone. <laughs> I thought um, I thought too that that Harashima looked really good in this match. I thought he he showed out. So a lot of fun, man. I thought they did really well on this match. I like the frustration you could see on Akiyama as you know he's like, what is it going to take? Stop kicking out <laughs> nine exploders and seventeen knees to the face, to the back of the head. All you know, he's like, enough already. And then I'm just going to suplex you here or give you another running knee. But Harashima, no, he looked good. It was a fun match, uh, showcasing the dominance of Jun Akiyama. You know, as you said, from Noah to his stint in All Japan, wasn't he Booker of All Japan or something like that? And then, of course, now uh, heading into DDT since 2020 there. And let's not forget guest trainer at NXT a while ago. <laughs> I forgot he did that. That quick stint. You remember I'm, he was going to be the bridge for NXT Japan? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it didn't happen, thankfully. Because that would have probably been tied up with all Japan then, if you really think about it. Kato Miyahara versus AJ Styles for the SmackDown Championship. What happened? uh, I don't know. WrestleMania? (laughs) Uh, Main event. Alex, now Michi Marafuji with the King's Knee defeats KG Muto. Um, and I went a star and a half on this one. <laughs> Dude, but the jacket Marafuji was rocking. He was rocking that ish. I just, you know, it's it's a combination of, you know, it's kind of like the kind of thing where it's just it's wear and tear wearing down, but like Naomichi Marafuji didn't give a shit. He didn't want to even be there, it looked like. He, he, it was just like when he worked Takeshita at Peter Pan a couple of years ago, and we're like, man, Marafuji didn't even try. No. Or, or maybe it was Endo. I can't remember what it was. And it was just like, that sucked. It was not like Endo. Yeah, it was Endo, because Endo was beating his ass trying to make Marafuji like, enjoy himself. And he was like, whatever. They, they, this match was 23 and a half minutes, and they probably didn't stop chain wrestling until about the 16 minute mark and everyone's freaking out like oh my god Muna did a moonsault and it was took all everything out of him and it wrecked his knees and that's why he he lost it's like I don't care that Muna did a moonsault who gives a shit like I, I, Muna's one of my favorite wrestlers of all time I mean that was my finishing move was his move um, you know I, I took it from yeah. him yeah. Like, I didn't take it from but you know what I mean like like I, I adapted that to like I the Rainmaker because of Okada, you know, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, bro, just stop. <laughs> you can't go anymore, and it's okay. We love you, Muda, but shave seven minutes, and you know it's okay. Maybe miss the Iron Head uh, Oshiyazaki stare down for for thirty seven minutes. That's for sure. <laughs> I'm yeah, like I just I don't know. I, it's, when you're I, working the leg 80% of the match as it did on Marafuji and then Marl's just like, no. And then he just yeah. kicks him 15 times in the head, <laughs> the face, in the back, in the legs, in the back of the head. And you're just like, oh, all right, well, who is done? And and he was. Well, and like, that's my point. Like, Marafuji didn't care. 
He's just like, whatever, dude. I'm just, I'm only here so I won't get fined, it looked like. And shout out to Stuart <laughs> Fulton doing his damnedest to try, oh, my Fuji's what? Like, he's trying so hard. Like, and I'm just like, God, get get out of here. <laughs> like, all right, that was fun. I mean, that was, that would, that would have, that, that was so bad that Nick Aldis has got to be saying thank you to that because I, I thought Aldis and uh, Trevor Murdoch was the worst world title match of the year. Whoa. And Fuji and Muda were like, we got you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I was pissed. I was like, this just, what a, what a bad way to end this show. But I mean, it is what it is. Whatever. I wasn't expecting much anyway. I I got my 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 big three all delivered: Akiyama, Hiroshima, Yamashita, Suzaki, and then the thirty-seven Kamina versus Noah match, and the, the twelve man delivered too. So I was fine. It was a fantastic, one of the best shows I've seen all year. But man, that main event stunk. I don't know. Did you did you like it more than me, or did you? Am I? Are you on the same thought? It is. I mean, I, I will never watch it again. Um. I don't know. I I don't know what you would put as the main event if not the Tokyo Joshi Pro Prince of Prince or Princess Princess Championship match. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, get it. Like, I, I like Akiyama and Hiroshima, but you shaved minutes down, and I think that's a four and a half, four and three quarters match. I was just kept getting pissed. I'm like, he's gonna kick out again. Oh, he kicked out. He's gonna kick out again. Oh, it's just. Sometimes you just gotta get rid of the fighting spirit and just end the damn match. Yeah, I was. And so I was just kind of like, "All right, man." But I, I was dreading the main event. Not gonna lie, you know, it was. It is what it is. I honestly, when you said it was twenty three minutes, I thought it was longer. Um, but <laughs> you know, I, this is one of the matches I watched uh, during the art crawl. As you know, I'm showcasing, you know. My girlfriend's art, and uh, you hear Japanese yelling in the background. But I'm like, you know, I don't care. Three things at once. Um, I do want to check this out. I'm looking. I'm on Cage Match. Uh, Tokyo Joshi Pro additional attack from Cork and Hall uh, was this morning. Uh, so just hit Wrestle Universe. But the main event is 121 million taking on Neo Bashikigu, which 121 million is Maki Ito and Neo Yamashita. Wow, um, I like and, that name, and I like those gals. And the Neo Bashikigun is Saki Akai back at Sakisama, and since uh, Azusa Christie retired, um, they have, it's uh, uh, May Sa- uh, Saint Michelle, which you know, going off of that uh, that same you know vibe of of the the, the French you know Vogue style thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's actually Mae Saruga, who I think is one of the most underrated Joshi in the world. And I'm Ooh. so excited that she's been doing more Tokyo Joshi Pro. Because she does a lot of, like, pro wrestling wave and, and marvelous and stuff, which I, I don't get to see a lot of. Um, also, uh, Magical Sugar Rabbits tag together. Uh, your girl, Marika Kobashi, gets a shot against Takara Noah for the International nice. Princess title. Oh, very cool. Yeah. Okay. So, I'm down for that. I'm seeing this this tag match is getting is averaging four stars, so I want to check it out. Are we going to Vegas for SummerSlam? No, I'll be in Chicago. I'm going to be watching the Pacquiao Errol Spence fight. 
with women? I, I probably not. You never know, I guess. All I know is I'm not, I'm not watching uh, SummerSlam live. Jeez, I'm not. They're selling ringside seats, row B, for $720. As we told people, hey, we're going to make this a fast event so you can watch a 60-year-old dictator, prime minister, basketball player, and Manny Pacquiao box someone for 10 minutes. Ten minutes, this fight is probably going to go the distance. Errol Spence Jr. is one of the top ten fighters in the world. Errol Spence is really good. Ten minutes. But they said, we will rush this show for you. And they expect people to spend 700 I see <laughs> row A section floor 23, $2,750 on Ticketmaster. This is their official gimmick. Um, Who and uh, I will pay for that? And and also, um, uh, Manny Pacquiao's only forty two. Just just saying. <laughs> hey, Mark. No, there's, there's there's no way, dude. This it's starting at seven o'clock. Like this isn't going to be done before that. No. You nuts. Like I don't know what they're thinking. That we're going to get you on it. No, you're not because Pacquiao. Then we're probably going to go on at like ten o'clock. Yeah, this isn't a Conrad Thompson podcast, WWE, where they're like, yeah, you can watch the wrestling event, or you you come watch us do a something to wrestle with, you'll make it in time for NXT. Yeah. I think like, it'll be the same shit. Like, you mean to tell me How that you're... How stupid are they to book this? How stupid no, is Vegas to want that? Do you think they really wanted it? Why wouldn't they just say, hey, we'll get the people to stay another night so they can come watch the WWE on Sunday? Yeah, I don't know why you didn't do Sunday. Why wouldn't you have done Sunday? Like you, you've never wanted it. But you've never done a Saturday pay per view. No. Like WWE doesn't even do Saturday pay per views anymore. Like I just don't understand why they're like, ha ha, we'll be bigger than Pacquiao. No, you're not. You're in the boxing capital of the world with Manny freaking Pacquiao who's one of the highest-grossing ticket sellers in Vegas, and Errol Spence Jr., who is one of the, one of the top boxers in all of the world. Um, he, the world. He's IBF and WBC. He uh, has two of the four titles in the welterweight division. Like, no. Oh, Jesus. Errol Spence Jr. is 27-0 right now. I mean, he has a <laughs> 78% knockout ratio. He's at 21 knockouts. He's not – like, it's, this is – this is Pacquiao fight. Probably shouldn't have taken this fight type thing. Like, <laughs> I, I don't, I don't know if Pacquiao's going to be. And Pacquiao's going to win. Calling it. I mean, I think Pacquiao's good enough where he could, but I'm just like, this is not like a schlep that he's fighting. Like, I, and, I, 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 think I, don't, I, I don't know why. He, <laughs> I, I just don't understand why they think they can. You know, he, he just got, like this. Literally, just got done beating Danny Garcia. He just beat Sean Porter. He beat Mikey Garcia. He knocked out Carlos Ocampo in the first round. He he knocked out Lamont Peterson, knocked out Kelbrook, Kel knocked out Leonard Bundu, TKO Algeri. He knocked out Alejandro Barrera. Like this dude, this dude is fighting. He he KO'd Phil Greco in the third. Like this dude beat wow. quality. He TKO'd Samuel. I forgot he beat Samuel Vargas. TKO'd him in the fourth. Like this dude is a good fighter. Like why on earth would you try to go? Hey, I wanna. I want to try to compete with that in Vegas. You're stupid. 
because the money's there? I hope, yeah. anyways. I mean, I'm sure it's going to sell out. It's WWE. But, like, I'm not watching it. I, I mean, I will watch it on that awful Peacock app. But you know what you know what'll happen is I'm gonna watch the Spence fight and I'll just have WWE running in the background just so I can I can make a sheet with the with the who won and who lost and I can give what'll be a subpar score that I'll just assume because I'm not really paying attention and then when we talk about it I'll have nothing to say about it. But but what if a woman knocks on your door and says, Oh, I'm sorry, I'm locked out of my apartment. Can I come in? Like, yeah, like, oh, we got I, I, I got the Errol Spence Pacquiao pay-per-view and I got WWE. What do you want to watch? And then it's like, whoa, you got a king-size in your bedroom. What, what other king-size do you have? So what do you do? Do you show her the king-size or show her boxing? I got a TV in the bedroom. Damn. With the legal cable? Yeah, I'll pay for Comcast. <laughs> Dominion. Um this was Kabagoye. Where did my um where the hell did my uh... under three and three quarters for this WGP World Heavyweight Championship? I lost drive my... down. My thing is gone. I, I apparently my computer rebooted when I had these open things up and didn't save any of them because oh this my is, god, I don't, that sucks. I know, so I know I went four, I went four stars on a bushi. Let me let me pull up the card. Let me pull up the card and I can I can talk it better. Is New. Jeff Cobb? Is he uh, on your top fifteen wrestler of twenty twenty one so far? Hey, he he had he's he's in my. Potential match of the year with uh, yeah. with Shingo. Shingo. Um, yep. Yeah, he's been fantastic. That's what I'm top ten. I don't know. We we got. I don't want to give it out. I don't want to give anything out until I can actually sit down with it. But you know, we got two weeks and we're at the half year part. We got to we got to figure out our awards. We got to figure out what we're doing Ooh. categories. We're gonna get that rolling. But he's he's gonna be in consideration. That's for sure. I like, dig it. I dig it. He's tomorrow. I matches. think I'm gonna go through all of my 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 my, my word files. And I'm going to enter them into that spreadsheet that Jordan made me that I can put in all their matches and it keeps track of all their stars. And then it averages it out itself. So I can kind of have an average star rating too. So I'm going to get that inputted in. Uh, I think I want like two stars on the During that Aaron Spence match or boxing bout. (laughs) That's going to be a great pay-per-view. I think I want... I think I went two on the opener. Oh, you actually watched the other matches? <laughs> You're trying. Jesus. I did my due diligence. I watched Dedication. the whole show. I really need to get you that ding app. Holy shit, man. <laughs> um, I think I went two and a quarter on the second match. Okay. Um, I think I went two and a half on the junior match. Really? Only really... two and a half of juniors, huh? I... Oh, it's like a, it was like 25 minutes. They didn't do anything. Oof. Oof. I was just like, I was like, that's kind of boring. Um, and then I went four stars on Abushi and uh, Cobb. 
job. Okay. I dig it. I thought that was awesome. Uh, and then... I don't even I don't even know if we should, if I like I'm afraid. Wow. Okay, let's get to the build up before you give your your score here. Kazuchika Okada does a wonderful 17 minute interview about the status of of New Japan Wrestling, what happened with him in COVID, and new IWGP World Heavyweight Championship. I was being a little mark sending you snippets of the screenshotting video. And it was cool to see Okada, like, I mean, obviously he's playing a character, but him kind of shitting on the booking of this title, you know, his injury, you know, just a multitude of things. And then, you know, Shingo's like, yeah, you know, we have Mexico in Ken, but otherwise I just see him as another guy, you know, just like healing in a way, but also you're like, oh, is this shoot? You know, like, which Okada is this? He can go kind of either way here. And I was, you know, I knew the result. I, I unfortunately was spoiled due to the end, but I kept telling him, I was like, oh, I don't know who won the match. So I was kind of bummed. I, I saw it like an hour before I was able to watch. Oh, I, I didn't watch for a few days because I couldn't get that gimmick to work. But, um, you know, I was just like, oh. Shit, I really wanted to see that live. You know, I try to watch it live, but you know, shit happens. And I, knowing instant, I could see where score you gave it, but I would say this definitely was not the strongest of the what two or three, three matches they had to this. I this, will this say was, this was the worst of their matches. So, but I was happy for the outcome and the results of the new IWGP World Heavyweight Championship, which, by the way, what about that, that legacy video? One, <laughs> two, that's it. Um, but Shingo Takaki now will be on that video, which I'm happy for. And I'm happy that they went with the dragon. And I, I, that's all I can go and, and take out of this match. But what the hell are you going to do with the apparently the man that doesn't make it rain money anymore? Like you said, uh, Ice Ribbon's outdrawing New Japan. What do you do with Kazuchika Okada now? When he, since he should be technically eliminated out of the title picture unless he wins one of two tournaments, but for a long, long time. Um, I was shocked that Okada didn't win it. I was, I was 100% confident he was going to win. It just made the most sense. I still think he would have beat Will Osprey too. Um, I don't know. I just, this, like, I'm, you know Shingo's one of my favorite wrestlers of all time, so I'm not mad he's champion. Mm-hmm. But this feels a lot like last summer where they didn't know what to do, so they just called an audible like they did with Evil. Yep. I was about um, to ask you, where does this rank with the Evil reign? I mean, obviously it's only been like 10 days, but... I mean, this isn't divisive because people are genuinely happy that Sakagi is the champion. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm 100% happy that he won. Like, I'm not mad whatsoever, and he's twice the wrestler evilist, I think. So, like, his reign should be fine. I'm not worried about his matches. I mean, Shigo Takagi is the wrestler of the year, in my opinion, right now. Mm-hmm. And I think with Will going down that that – that makes it easier for me to separate who I thought was the best mm-hmm. between Shingo and Will. 
because Shingo, I think, I think passed him up because now Will, you know, he's not going to have a G1 potentially to have matches for his resume, you know, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's all fine, but I just, I don't know. It's just, it's confusing, like you said, with Okada. And my problem with the match, like, they had some cool stuff, and, and, and I, I, too, got spoiled. Um, I actually got spoiled as I was watching it, which, which kind of sucked. Um, <laughs> that, that, that sucks. Um, but I don't know. It just it felt like they didn't do anything for like twenty minutes of the match. Yeah, a lot of the beginning felt like they were just going through the motions, the great hits, if you will, and nothing really seemed to stand out new out of this you know, matchup, which I was expecting a little bit of, of that. You know, Okada won with the money clip in the, in the G1. They didn't even tease it. Like, it just, something was off. Like, this didn't feel like, like, I didn't feel like Okada was giving 100%. We know they had chemistry. Yeah. Was it because it was too soon from the previous match? What, two months ago, if that? I... I don't know. Maybe they were trying. They were just trying something, and it just didn't hit. I don't know. It just. It was just weird. Like it. I was like, all right, cool. Yeah, he won. You know, three and a half. Yeah. It was fun, but it was what it was. But I'm not going to go back. There's a lot of benefit more of not saying like a young lion, but benefit from an excursion crossover. Let's say it's in New York City and. I don't know, uh, September, um, an event actually called the Grand Slam in New York City brought to you by All Elite Wrestling. Do you think Okada could benefit by staying stateside for a couple of months here? I mean, it wouldn't, it wouldn't be bad or anything. I just, it's almost, you know, here's something that I was thinking about and I haven't, I haven't discussed with anybody. Do you think maybe Osprey is closer to coming back than people think it is? And this way they can set up for Shingo beating Osprey, and that's why they went this route. I don't know. I, I, I think I the ultimate know. goal. I think the ultimate goal is <laughs> crazy enough. Either Naito wins the G one this fall, or he wins the case from the winner yet again. And I think it just makes sense to lead to a Tetsuya Naito Shingo Takagi night one at the Dome, right? Yeah, I mean, I, my my thought was going to be. Naito wins the G1 and then Okada beats him at the dome to get his win back. That's like I'm confident that Shingo or that that Naito's winning the G1. I think he I think they're giving he'll get one more G1 and one more event before he gets scaled on the card just like Tanahashi cuz he's you know he's getting older. I mean I think he's in his 40s now or close mm-hmm. to it. Um, yeah, but Sakaguchi is 47 and he's still maiming dudes with his feet. Yeah. I mean Look at look at you know like you should have got us though. But the, but Naito, you could you could see Naito isn't. Yeah, Naito's thirty eight. Okay, so it's just your you age, can tell Naito has has wear and tear. Oh well, yeah, his knees has been you know the talking point for many years. Reasons why he wasn't getting a push. Reasons why he wasn't winning at the dome until you know finally beat evil but no it's just I don't know I just see that make 
sense story-wise. You know, we always talk about New Japan's long-term booking. Well, if they called an audible and gave it to the Dragon for that reason, I think the ultimate, you know, payoff would be to see LIJ the LIJ at the Tokyo Dome. Yeah, yeah, and I think I think that could I think that very well could happen. I mean, let's not forget, you know, 2015, this dude was on another excursion. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, he he worked. Um, when he he even he worked the match in Noah in 2014 when 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 New Japan was helping Noah, <laughs> you know it was, it was him and Marafuji wrestled Masato Tanaka and Kenta. Jesus, I need to find that match. <laughs> wow, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, he's he's had ex, you know he's he's been on two excursions. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. What's but you did the I ultimate mark of Okada. I mean, what do you want to see him accomplish in the in the uh, second half of 2021? I thought I truly thought he was going to be the champion. So that's I'm already thrown off by that. You're dumbfounded. Mm-hmm. Like I'm like wow, I didn't didn't in a million years expect that. <laughs> Not in a million years. Yeah. By the way, we need to find this show that I'm deep diving in here. Uh, 17,000 fans at Budokan Hall. Yeah, it, was, it was August 27th of 2011. New Japan, All Japan, and NOAA all together show. Wow. Um, opening match was Kaz Hayashi, Ricky Marvin, Shuji Kondo, and Tiger Mask against Ibushi, um, Kota Ibushi, Taiji Shimori and Hiroshi Yamato. Um, if, if, you, if you think about you know Yamato Yamato. Oh yeah. Um, he was he or not not Yamato Yamato. I mean the one that would would sing in DDT. Yeah, and then uh, then we get a uh, Sonata, Maybach Tanaguchi, and Tetsuya Naito against Manabu Soya, Muhammad Yone, and Yujiro Takahashi. Um, Hiroki Goto and Teoki versus Togi Makape and Akatoshi Sato. Then we get Apollo 55, which was Prince Devitt and Raisuke Taguchi teaming with Kai, Katsuhiko Nakajima, and Kotaro Suzuki against No Mercy, which was Genba Hirayanagi, Kenta, Yoshinobu Kanemaru, also Koji Kanemoto and Minoru Fujita. That was probably tight. Holy shit. Um, Minoru Suzuki, Taichi, and Atsushi Aoki. Against Masakatsu Funaki, uh, Takumi Sano, and Jushin Liger. Then we get a, a big battle royal that has Hiromu in it as a young boy, I'm guessing. Um, and Evil as a young boy. Um, what is that match? Whatever on that one. Uh, Junakiyama and Kensuke Sasaki against Takeo Mori and Yoshiro Takayama. That was right tight. Uh, Chaos members Takashi Azuka and Toriyano against Keiji Muto and Kenta Kobashi. <laughs> oh, wow. And then the was, main event, uh, which... Was Kenta, or was uh, Muto's knees just as bad as they were then as they are I now? I hope not. Ten years ago, I hope not. <laughs> and Yano was... I don't think Yano was a comedy guy at this point. No, he was, he was the killer. Um, and then the main event, which has one bad egg, and I'll say him first. Uh, Kenzo Suzuki. He was the representative <laughs> from All Japan. <laughs> I don't know okay. why all Japan loved him so much, but it was him, Shinsuke Nakamura, and Takashi Sugera against Goshi Azaki, Hiroshi Tanahashi, and Suwama. 
Jesus, that's I a bet mask. That, yeah, I bet that ruled. <laughs> Anyone out of all Japan, then wow. All Japan. I love how Takashi. Whenever there's a like a, a crossover over events, uh, especially with uh, all Japan, it seems like he'll always show up. I dig that. <laughs> yeah, super yeah, awesome. I love it. Um, but you didn't love got? this match. We love the champion. Yeah, I, I love Shingo, man. I just, I was, it, they didn't, they didn't do anything to like bring me in. Like I, like I kept waiting from the like, all right, here it comes, here it comes. Then they started going. I'm like, all right, and then oh, he, he won. Okay. <laughs> That's cool. Like, actually, <laughs> yeah, you know, I was like, all right, thanks. <laughs> Have a good weekend, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I don't know. I figured I, I didn't know if you were going to be shocked by me saying that or not, but I mean, I like I, you know, like we both agree, it's not the strongest of their matches. Um, I mean, I, I would go four stars. I mean, I want to go back to watch it. I mean, I, I wouldn't mind watching the three to or four. This is their fourth match, right? Uh, I think third, but I could be wrong. Was it third? third? Yeah, yeah, I couldn't. Because, again, they just, you know, seemed like they just wrestled each other, where, you know, of course, the first matchup was, was at the G1 uh, last year. Well, and then he beat Okada in the New Japan Cup. Yep, yep. That was round this too. year. Yeah, that was, I mean, that was a hell of a match, but also a hell of a surprise. Mm-hmm. I guess just like this one, just minus the hell of a match. Um, what else? You wanna, do you want to go? Oh, you're going on your wrestling, rambling, whatever the hell I call it. You, you want me to go on that? We, I, I can yeah. go on the wrestling rant. Let me... Um, cue, cue, the, uh, cue the music. This is the guy. You got it. So a little nice background music. Uh, and then, wait, what our channels fall? One of the biggest wastes of time of the year for me. Uh, opening match, wow. we saw Mecha Wolf and Vestia 666 defeat Salvin Owl and Sam Rudo. The End and Marche Rocket and Spice Boogie uh, with a Muscle Buster 450 combo by Mecha Wolf and Vestia on Spice Boogie. I was two and a half. Um... Tyrus defeats the Pope via punch uh, with one what? and three quarter stars. <laughs> Wait, Tyrus, how much did you give it? You gave it more than a star? Damn you. I'm... Alright, um... Uh, breaking news, uh, I am now going half star on it just because I'm thinking about it. Seeing what Tyrus should have negative stars. Honestly. He's awful. Uh, he's, he's even more out of shape than he was before. Oh, that piece of shit. Um, then Kylie Ray and Taryn Terrell, who are the heel team, uh, defeat Thunder Rose and Melina. Uh, as Kylie Ray hooks Melina's tights and apologizes for doing it. Why is Smiley Kylie uh, a heel? Is it because she retires as much as Leo Rush? No! Just kidding. We love you, Leo. Uh, two stars on that joint. Um, I did go three on the next match. JTG defeats Fred Rocker. Um, oh, nice. That was, that was fun. JTG gets clean win. Um... Then we had uh, Aaron Stevens and J.R. Kratos, the tag champions, defeating Tom Latimer and Chris Adonis and the War King, Jack Stane and Crimson. 
Uh, uh, the chance to be one be something, I don't remember. I have two stars on this. Uh, Camille defeats Serena Dean to win the championship. I don't remember this match, so I didn't read it. And then uh, Nick Eldis, two-star special, defeats Trevor Murdoch via DQ. Um, really cool. Again, why are you doing a DQ finish? And it was like a like a dusty finish. Um, oh. He, Aldis hit the ref with the chair, and then Murdoch picked up the chair, but then didn't have the chair anymore in his hand. And the ref rings the bell, and the championship can change hands on a DQ. So everyone's cheering that Murdoch's going to win, and then they give Nick Aldis the victory via DQ. But Murdoch wasn't even holding the chair, so how did he know he, that, that he hit anyone? Like, I was like, what is going on here? Wait, did Billy Corgan come and say, we need a winner? Or did he, like... No, they just just ended. Yeah, and they want to do an all-woman show? Thanks, yeah. James. Not with that <laughs> Yeah, it's with uh, Nick Ellis' wife running the helm. So that was everyone on Shadows Fall, a.k.a. Wow. Trash. That was, uh, we, we were really excited when we previewed that show. Yeah, I was excited I'm, after listening to that Corgan interview on Talk is Jericho. I was like, I'm hyped. My time um, wasn't there, but I'm glad it wasn't. <laughs> um, the the uh, impact had had their uh, their pay per view where it was in two buildings uh, because the main event took place at Bailey's place because they're trying to show that we're not uh, just doing nothing with impact and we really care. Um, <laughs> 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 uh, we Sammy uh, Callahan and Tommy Dreamer defeat the Good Brothers in a tag team street fight. To start the show, by a nice little two and a uh, two star special. Smart booking by putting the Callahan match on first. Uh, Joe Doring defeats Satoshi Kojima in our second How match. That was, that was three stars. Doring Doring is getting into really good shape. Yeah, okay. Doring's starting to get back into shape, and he's looking pretty good. Um, I could see I could see all Japan wanting him back when when things change. Does um, he look like he's not in pain? Because he hasn't so for for a while, you know, after last year. But even before that, you know, just still, it seemed like he's healing up from injuries in 2019. Yeah, it was. Um, he's getting better as like every time I see him, it seems like he's starting to get his um, get his legs underneath him. I guess is an easy way to say it, maybe, but. Like mm-hmm. He's start, uh, starting to get back into the shape, shake of things, though. Um, nice. We had a nice three-star match. Um, uh, we, you know, it was the, the distractions weren't too crazy. Um, you know, but it but it, it ended in the spot where it didn't like it didn't get to the point where all right, guys, let's, let's wrap this up now. Hmm. Um, but then there was there was there was this random random. Five where Athos and Chris Bay, Trey Miguel, Rohit Raju, and Petey Williams um, ended with Madman. Petey Williams, what? Yeah, Petey Williams was there. Um, so Madman Fult- Fulton knocked Trey Miguel off the rope as he was going to land a move, and then he smoked everybody in the match. Uh, where he he body slammed um, like through through on like everybody looked like a maniac, you know, just just a badass. But then the ref called it a no contest, and then it just nobody won. Good God. 
So, like, these guys worked their ass off in this match, and then nobody won. So, speculation is they're going to do a King of the Mountain match to play anniversary, but... Which is one of those Jeff Jarrett specials. Yeah, I was about to say, that's an interesting throwback. <laughs> um, Morrissey uh, defeats Rich Swan. It's actually pretty good. How is W. Morrissey, a.k.a. or F.K.A. Big Cat? I mean, I've been hearing a lot of good things. Presentation, Mike's skills. I saw one of his promos, you know, a month or so ago. And, you know, it was, it was good. The intensity's there. You know, the realness is there, which I think is important for the connections. Uh, you know, even if he is a, a quote-unquote heel. But but what are your thoughts, you know, kind of uh, of him after, of course, the, the last couple of years coming out of addiction? I'm going to speak. <coughs> Shit, I'm going to mute myself. Hold on, it's going to come out. That's what she said. Never mind. I guess I'm not going to sneeze anymore. I thought it was. I thought it was going to be bad. I, I go on those long, contrived attacks like you do. Um, I thought it was going to happen. Um, no, but it was good. Like this is like. I mean, three, three and a quarter, three and a half. I mean, this was was not bad. Um, Swan's really good, which helps too. Mm-hmm. And they had that good big man, little man match. Um, but Swan didn't get looked, dumped on his head again, did he? Because that seems like no. that happens a lot lately. <laughs> no, uh, the, the sick ass spinning power bomb for the uh, he beat him with. Oh, but nice. he, you know he was just beating him up, and and Swan was like Swan. Swan worked hard in this match to make him look good, but he held his own. This was one of the better. Like I enjoyed this more than uh, I think. I think this was better than him and Brian Danielson. <laughs> At that random one off paper. Yeah. I thought, I thought this was the match that match. ended it all. Yep. <laughs> um, uh, Tennille Dashwood defeated Jordan Grace. Whatever. Who cares? Uh, Rachel Ellering and like Caleb Russell did every one of the shows this year on TNA. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Fire and Flava retained the tag titles against Kimberly and Susan. Uh, oh. Champs look good, but Kimberly is awful and Susan is not good either. <laughs> um bummer. Bummer. Rhino and Diener defeated the Decay, Crazy Steven Black Taurus. Uh Diener hit a DDT on Rhino. Black Taurus looked like an all star in this match, but um I don't know, I'm I'm enjoying Eric Young as the as their uh their their hype man. <laughs> and then, then uh, Macklin making his debut. Who? Uh, Macklin, Burt Macklin, FBI from Park. <laughs> no, the, the the former Steve Cutler from uh, WWE. Oh, <laughs> um, Deanna Prazo defeated Rosemary. She she beat her with a gotch pile driver. It was it was all right. Rosemary's just she, I don't know. She's hit or miss, and Prazo Prazo's usually really good, um, but. I don't know. It just it, it felt like they were trying to do a like they were trying to have that like all oh, we're gonna have match of the night thing and I think they just tried too much, which mm. didn't help it. But you know, I went three stars, like it wasn't bad. Um and then uh um Kenny Omega defeats Moose and this was this was this was good. This was really trigger. Good. Moose is working his ass off. Like, like Moose was, this was, this was going to, 
the levels that I thought. Remember how much I liked Austin Aries and Moose? Yes. This was starting until to Aries go Aries sold the ending. Okay, okay. Um, and I was like, let's go. And then, uh, um, you know, the the uh, uh, Young Bucks came in and throw 900 super kicks, a BTE trigger, and then Omega has the one-wing angel. I just, I don't understand. Did they lift him on their shoulders? Or didn't they lift him on his shoulders? Yeah, they, like, helped him get him up or whatever, and then he did it. Somebody, somebody, I'm looking at a, I'm looking at an article about it because my notes are gone. And it says, that allowed Max and Jeremy Buck uh, to interfere, (laughs) because that's what they were in. (laughs) <laughs> well played, journalist. Well played. It's so awesome. Like, I'm just like, man. And this, I watched this after I got done watching the NWA. So I'm like, two world title matches with shitty rough bump finishes. And I was soured me. Mm. That was Impact. Um, Game Changer, though, had two great shows. I don't know if you ended up trying to check one of those out or not. Unfortunately, time did not a lot. But I do want to check out that. Tournament of Survival. Tournament of Survival rocked. Um, if do you want me to wait on Tournament of Survival and save it for next week in, in case you get a chance to watch it? It was nine matches. No, get into it, sir. Okay, yeah, that sucks. It's a really good thing. Um, G Raver defeats Effie via Meteora um, in the opening match of a three and a quarter. Um, I don't remember the, the types of matches we were. I should have wrote that down. Uh, but they had a stick spot where Effie went for a last ride, and when he lifted G. Raver in the air for the last ride, G. Raver pulled his legs in and gave him a meteora onto an open folding chair, which was disgusting. Um, then uh, Atticus Colgar defeated one called Banders. He does the uh, the headlock driver um, like the, like the, that uh, Ambrose used to use. Um, oh, never mind. I asked you oh, a question. Oh, sorry. What was that? <laughs> never mind. I, I just um, I just saw your text. Uh, never mind. Um, Atticus Kogar then wins with the headlock driver. Um, he does it off the top to one called Manners, which was awesome. Three stars. Um, are you are you back or did you go? I'm back. I'm back. Okay. Do you remember Do you remember Ambrose's move where he did like a he he'd fall forward and and like he'd have him in a headlock, but he'd DDT him. But he'd mm-hmm. do it forwards instead of backward. Yes. Yeah. So Always like Kogar does does that. He he gave it to him off the top, which was the, uh, the middle <laughs> rope, which is gross. Yeah, that's pretty um, pretty rad. Uh, then uh, Nolan Edward defeats Orin Veidt. Uh, gives him a he puts uh, they have the Tokyo Satellite Tower um, light tubes that look like a big tower where there's like five and then three and then one on top of it. Um. And he, he uh, put one on Orin Veidt in the corner and did a cannonball through it, um, just crushing him. I went three and three quarters. It was really good. Um, and then we saw Alex Cologne coming out in his Michael Jordan jersey because he was going for the three-peat of the survival. Uh, he defeats Bam <laughs> Sullivan with three and a half on that. He beats him with a Spanish fly out the top with light tubes behind him. Of course. That's what he does the best. Yeah, that's awesome. That's not um, be me being sarcastic. That's just it's it's a great visual if you have not seen him Cologne do that. Um, next up, I I went two and a half on this. I put crazy shit, but just to get notice type of match spot fest. Uh, Ninja Mac defeats 
Dylan McCade, Dante Leon, Jack Cartwheel, Starboy Charlie, and Kelvin Tankman. Um, Ninja Mag won with, uh, as I put, some flipping cannonball twist shit on McKay. He basically did like a Phoenix splash, but he had his knees tucked to his chest like a cannonball while he was flipping. It was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, then uh, we get to the second round. Atticus Kogar defeats G. Raver. I went two and a half. It was, it was an, probably my least favorite match of the night, or second least match favorite of the night. Mm-hmm. Um, beats him with that headlock driver. Uh, normal style finish. Um, and then uh, three and a half on this one. Alex Cologne defeats Nolan Edwards via one-arm camel clutch. Um, but they had a glass chair Spanish fly spot that was a falsy that Edwards kicked out, uh, Nolan Edwards kicked out of, which hmm. the house went crazy when that happened. Um, then he put him in that one-arm camel clutch and like, they just stopped the match. One arm, yeah, that's, that sounds pretty cool. Um, and then AJ Gray defeats Kit Osborne. I went two stars. It was I can't I don't even remember the point of this match, but it was it wasn't shit. Um, and then the main event, Alex Cologne defeats Atticus Kolgar to win Tournament of Survival six with a one arm camel clutch. I went four and a half stars on this. Um, wow. He, he did the the headlock driver um, off the top through a table with light tubes on it. Um, and then there was another spot in the match where, so for those of you who don't know, uh, under the canvas is um, like three long rolls of like one or two inch foam like pads. They're usually about four or usually about six feet wide in an 18 inch ring. And um, otherwise they'll do like small squares, things like that. And then, that goes on top of the boards. Well, this match had one of those pads was gone and the boards were gone. So like a third of the ring was just the metal bars you could see. And then just the ground, Mm. which I've never seen before. That part of the ring was missing. And they, they, uh, he gave, he gave uh, Cologne an air raid crash um, and just jumped down the hole onto the floor and like through like a, like, like pain glass as they did it. Like it was nuts. This match was so good. Mm-hmm. Um, good God. <laughs> yeah. It, like, I, I'm not going to say like it, it, it should be watched is what I'm saying. Like some of the spots are like, man, like these dudes went like I, Atticus Kogar is going to be one of the guys soon. Like he, he showed out, he, he got, he got a, Hell of a rub in this tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, he's he's like the second in command of four four zero, Ricky Shane Page's group. Um, also, we saw Nick Gage come out and cut a promo on Zack Ryder and called him a pussy. And Zack Ryder didn't show, so he said, "I'm gonna get something that can cut him up, and I'll go find him, and then I'll report back to everybody." So that was pretty funny. Everyone went nuts <laughs> for that. <laughs> then the next day, GCW Zombie Walk happened. Um, this was another another fun show. Um, we opening match Tony Deppin with the Musaku knees. I went three stars defeats Jack Cartwheel. I really like this Jack Cartwheel kid. Um, I, I hope he keeps working these shows because he's just the name alone is rad. He uh, he 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 won some like prospect tournament in, like California or Maryland or something at some small show, and he just brings the trophy out with him the whole time, and the crowd will start going like making noise, and then he'll do a 
He'll do a one-handed cartwheel, and everyone's like, hey! And he just keeps doing it. Um, then we see AJ Gray via Lariat defeats Kelvin Tankman. I wanted a three on this one again. It was nice and stiff. Oh, I love um, Tankman. Yeah, it's just rocked. It's, it's funny watching um, these, like, like metalhead white dudes jam out to uh, Waka Flocka when AJ Gray comes out, and then they sing the song along with him, which is funny, as he, he stands in the crowd with them and starts singing it. <laughs> Sometimes it's interesting. Um, I went two or three quarters of the next match. Ninja Mac defeats Lucky 13 via Phoenix Splash. 630 Phoenix, which was awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, three and a quarter on this wild ass tag match. This is stiff. This there's a lot of weapons in it. Uh, the second gear crew, one called Manders and Mance Warner, tagged with Le- Levi Everett. Uh, they defeated the team of Everett Connors and Bussy, which is Allie Catch because she's not Allie Cat anymore. And Effie <laughs> uh, Connors would be a cyclone headbutt to Effie for the victory. Uh, then we had another one of our um, another one of our you know just whatever scrambles. I went three stars on it. Uh, Grim Reefer who I haven't seen in, like, 20 years. You just uh, take Grim Reefer? Yeah, he was a guy from, like, the 90s in, like, Jersey pro, all pro wrestling. And he was just high. <laughs> it was, like, a high Grim Reefer? <laughs> he won with a top rope sidewalk slam, which is Whoa. awesome. Um, but uh, Who does he, he think he is? Uh, Raquel Martin Or not Raquel, that's an art teacher. Gonzalez. Uh, Raquel Gonzalez? <laughs> uh, he defeats Kevin Giza, Devin Monroe from Minnesota here. Uh, Action Andretti, Dylan McKay, and Marcus Mathers in that one. Hmm. Um, Chris Dickinson defeats Starboy Charlie via running Death Valley Driver with three and a quarter. Starboy Charlie got his ass beat, but man, he he did he did good. And Dickinson Dickinson praised him after the match, and Charlie's like, nice. "I want your ass again." Um, underwhelming match, my least favorite match of the night because I thought it was going to be a lot better. Uh, Jordan Oliver defeats Dante Liano with two and a half. Oliver hmm. wins via Yakuza kick. I don't know. It, I thought it should have been much better than it was. It, they're trying too much shit. It just didn't work. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, then the main event ends in an old contest between Nick Gage and Jimmy Lloyd. Uh, as Jimmy Lloyd looked like he might have had Nick Gage ready to be beat, G. Raver and his druids come out, and um, we all know <laughs> that, that Jimmy... Oh, because that, that, that's how Jimmy Lloyd the night before... Um, he was one of the druids, and he attacked G. Raver, and that's how Atticus Kogar beat him. So G. Raver comes out with with his um, druids again, and they pull Jimmy Lloyd out of the ring and drag him to the back, just like those demons do in the movie Ghost with Patrick Swayze. Oh, okay. Good um, and he's like screaming as they're pulling him. And then one of them are still out there, and he does, and all of a sudden John Moxley dance, like moves start happening, and he gives Nick Cage a death valley or the the double arm DDT. He takes off the hood, and it's Zack Ryder underneath the hood. Mm-hmm. And this place yeah. went from ballistic cheering, avoiding of how excited to see Moxley to Nuclear. fuck Zack Ryder, fuck Zack Ryder over and over. And Ryder's going, fuck you, fuck you, and flipping everyone off, holds up the ally over his head and just walks through the crowd. And they're spitting on him and screaming at him, giving him the finger. And he's just smiling, going, get fucked, all of you. Awesome. <laughs> it was so awesome, man. How hyped are you for Homecoming? Oh my as God, I, am, I because, can't wait. Because I, I, I'm sure a lot of our listeners, as I did, saw that video and was like, this is just wonderful booking. It's so gonzo. It's so just uh, CW, let's be real, and getting people excited, not only 
for a potential Nick Gage John Moxley matchup that we'll, we'll soon get. But first, Matt Cardona, FKA uh, Zach Ryder, FKA Mr. Long Island, whatever the hell, Ice T, Mick, whatever. But take it on Nick Gage for the GCW Championship. And guess what, Ryan? I'm pretty sure Matt Cardona is going to win. Oh, well, it's so perfect because you take a WWE guy for the last decade who's the epitome of sports entertainment and you bring him into a deathmatch company. Like, it's 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 perfect booking. Mm-hmm. Because you know he's going to get shit on. Just imagine the match when he does, you know, WWE-esque type moves. You know he's going to try to work in some of the old gimmick just to draw oh, some of that hate that he heard. I want him. Does he come to out work. full guard with the glasses, the purple? He's like them all out, right? Um, I, I, oh, he, I, like, I want him to be as carny WWE as possible. Speaking of carny WWE, yeah. this just in: Roman Reigns and Rey Mysterio will face off in a Hell in a Cell match, not this Sunday, Ryan, but on free WWE TV SmackDown Live tomorrow night on Fox. What's happening on there tomorrow night? Reigns and Mysterio will have will have their Hell in a Cell match on SmackDown. Not and not, on, not on the pay per view. Mm-hmm. Is, is this like doing WrestleMania on SmackDown again? Do, 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 do. This company sucks. It feels not. It feels good not DVRing the review. I, I the only reason I DVR Raw and SmackDown is so then that way I actually go to sleep. Because you know I, I never sleep. Like like de- yeah. like last night I fell asleep in my chair um playing video games and I woke up and just turned the Xbox back on and turned my computer back on and started watching wrestling and playing games. Like nothing happened. Like, like, Dana Baszler run away from a doll. I was like, Nope. <laughs> oh, I'm at good. the end of two weeks ago? Yeah. yeah I, I made, like, I made nope. somebody watch that and they're like, What is going on? What is happening? And the camera angle, it's a doll. And she stops on it and the camera angle's like in the doll. I'm like, this is so <laughs> dumb. Um, but that's one of those uh, one of those things where I just like, I'm like, oh, I need to go to bed, but I, I'll never go to bed. So I go in my room and I turn on Raw and I don't make it through the opening segment. <laughs> so it's nice therapy for me. Turn you got to watch like something good to fall asleep to. So you refresh like, like Office or Parks and Rec. Yellowstone, which that was my our binging show this past weekend. But if Holy I watch shit. something I like, like if I turn on ESPN, I'm watching it for two hours, and now it's like 5 a.m. and I have to be up at 8. Damn. But if I turn on something like that, it just puts me to sleep. And then I actually sleep. Yeah, but that's when you should go on, on, on Tinder. That's their magic hours. Oh. Well, okay, you tell me I don't sleep enough. Now I'm telling you the way that I get to go to sleep. Now you're telling me I shouldn't go to sleep. I should be like, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta help me here. You're, you're leading me down too fast. <laughs> help God, me, man, brother. you need to sleep. Help me, brother. <laughs> um, I'm I'm reading a review of of Stardom, and because uh, I I'm Seven like stars. I'm debating if I want to like I don't I, I don't I I don't I really want you to watch this. Like, oh, I I will. So, final thoughts here. This is from Alex Richards wrote this. So, Stardom once again delivered on the big stages. Tokyo Dream Cinderella was an eventful show filled with uh, uh, entertaining matches. 
Matches, not mattresses. You got me thinking about Tinder. Um, <laughs> um, Damn, you use mattresses? I just use the ground and couches. <laughs> um, Utami Hayashi Shida versus Fiori has gone down in my books as the best starter match I've ever seen in my life and one of the best professional wrestling matches I may have seen in the wow. last few years. Wow. While it is the main event that has received all the buzz from this show, um, blank star-making win at Cinderella Finals is a moment that shouldn't be overlooked, and that can be same for the blank shocking win in an all-out war which changed the, dyna- the dynamic of stardom. Ooh. So you're saying I should watch the whole show, not the last two matches. So... Yeah, definitely not because you're gonna miss stuff. So here's here's my um let me let me pull it up here. I will give you my star ratings per match and you can make a decision. Um the opening match, the uh Azumi Hina Lady C, I went two and three quarters. Oh wait, this is the Yokohama Dream one. Hold on. I had the wrong Yokohama. Where, where the flip did it go? Flip, flip, flip Adelphia. <laughs> <laughs> um, you remember the old flippy flippy cup battles on sextant? <laughs> so I is this playing... the six twelve show? Yes. Okay. Okay. So Lady C, Rena, and Hina, I went two and a quarter. It's just because they're all young, and it, you know it's they're new. But it wasn't wasn't bad. It just wasn't that good. Uh, like it, I mean, it, I shouldn't say it wasn't good. It just it was like it, you could tell it was like they're like. They haven't wrestled much, is the easiest way to say it. Um, Have you ever been involved uh, in a three-way battle? Um, in a pro wrestling ring, I have. Oh, okay. I was going to say on, on that mattress you were talking about. I wish. That would be tight. That, that's one thing I hope happens before I before I'm RIP. Uh, Lady Cena, <laughs> Rina, and Hina, two and a quarter. Um, you, you know Sayaka. that letter. <laughs> Unagi, Saka, and Micah I went three stars, which is cool Micah from Don Del Mundo Trained by Takamichi Noku um, Uses some of the moves in this match That she hasn't pulled out too much before, which is cool uh, Saya Kamatani and Himika I went three and a quarter Himika, I love you Then there was an awesome match where it was Natsupoi and Julia, Mina Shirakawa and Tam Nakano And Momo Watanabe and Azume in a three-way tag match But Julia proposed I'm not in the main event I need to be in something that that stands out because I'm the star here. Let's shake it up. Let's make the teams random. So they drew sticks um, to make the partners. Cool. cool. Obviously, people that watch Stardom, you could tell it's not hard to figure out what the teams are going to be. Um, Tam Nakano and Julia tag because they're they hate each other. They can't stand each mm-hmm. other. Uh, and then Mina Shirakawa, Mina Shirakawa and Momo Watanabe, they they're together. Um, Ooh. That's the one I said to you at the Yokohama yeah. Dream Cinderella, where I went four and a half on their match when Momo just beat the shit out of Shirakawa. Um, Momo Watanabe said that she is, you know, uh, Shirakawa is just loose baggage that Tam Nakano is forced to drag along. I shouldn't like her. That match was so <laughs> awesome. And then Natsupoi and Izumi um, are the third team, obviously, because they're feuding over the high speed title. So they, 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 put, they put the enemies together. And they did such a good job of having them try to start working together. And then, like, like there was a point where in the middle of it, like, Nakano and Julia just start slapping the shit out of each other. Mm-hmm. And then somebody comes to interrupt it. And then they start beating that person up so they can beat each other up. Like, it, it was really good, man. Um, and then it was 
stars, uh, Milo Iwatani, Starlight Kid, Hanan, Rin Katakura, and uh, Koguma. Rin Katakura coming over from Marvelous. Uh, she also debuted last week at the Summit, ironically. She's on the mm-hmm. show. Take out Oedo's ties, Natsuko Tora, Konami, Saki Kashima, Fukigan Death, and Ruaka, to which uh, Mayu Iwatani said, if we win, Fukigan Death gets to come back to stars because she doesn't want to be in Oedo ties. She wants to be happy, and that's sad. Um, to which Natsuko <laughs> Tora said, well, if that's the stipulation, then we get something, too. If Ooh. we win, Starlight Kid has to join Oedo tie. And, she, and then she starts lower on the totem pole than Ruaka, who's the bottom feeder oh. in this group. So I'm down it's the either, cloud on that, no pun intended. <laughs> so it's either, yeah, so it's one or the other, how, how it goes down. and It's it's wild. It's wild. I went three and three quarters on that. It was, it was See, awesome. I love it when the stipulations have, have a lot of meaning that can, you know, change and, and overturn your, your, your storylines. That's yeah, that you sold me. That's cool. Cause that was the cool thing. So um at Yokohama Dream But that's what that they was, do in, in stardom, right? Because you know, mm-hmm. it is a faction based company. So I mean they usually do have you know steps like this, which I think again can benefit and, and refresh or reset. So at the last Dream Cinderella, the Yokohama Dream, that was the one on April fourth. This same match happened. It was it was Mayu Iwatani, Gokigan Death, Saya Ida, Starlight Kid, and Hanan against Natsuko Tora, Saki Kashima, Konami, Rina, and Ruaka. And Kashima rolls up Death at the end, and she must. So that's why she had to join Oedo Tai. Oh, okay. She, she took Rina's spot in this match. So the rematch happens on this show where Stars they're going to get her back in the good to the good people. Um, but then if Oedo Tai somehow wins a second time. Starlight Kid has to join and be the bottom feeder <laughs> of the group. Um, and then um, you had your finals of the Cinderella, which I went four stars. And then Utami Hayashi Shida and Siori, five stars. This is this is going to be in my top five. This might even be higher. This, I can't, like, I've never seen this before. And it was so awesome. Like, oh, this. Uh, man, I can't I can't stop thinking about this match. Like this is this is probably top three for me. Wow. <laughs> this it was so good. It was wow. so good. And there's so much meat like just just everything behind it. It's just God. Oh, it was good. Oh god. Um I, I have a question gonna, though. Oh, just, never mind, never mind. Oh. I, I figured it out. Okay, cool. Yeah, I just I I was gonna say something, but then I realized um I realized it would give something away, so never mind. But I, I dude, this show is really good. This show is going to be on my show of the year list. Oh, uh, well, let um, me log in. I'm trying to watch it. No, stardom. It won't let you log in. I'm gonna try a different variation of the password. There we go. Um, Whoa, this chick looks like she's going to murder someone. Oh, no! Why is she holding a microphone? She was oh, don't a click on, on the ground. Don't, don't, click on, um, don't click on the main event because I'm still, I still haven't paused. That's why she's on the ground. Cause oh, I didn't get Jesus. To watch <laughs> I put it back it's the, there. It's the, the post between the two of them talking. So, I, yeah, then... so... so you you should watch the other stuff. Like, <laughs> I was like, I'm gonna start. Well, yeah, I forgot. Also, the main event's an hour, and I have to be at work in seven. 
So I probably won't watch. Thanks, Randy Orton, Night of Champions, screen setup. Oh, it's so good, man. Fuck. An hour. That's so cool. I love it. That's well, so it, so cool. Once again, like I so it's, well, that's the thing. That's what makes it so wild because obviously there's the there's the post match where with the Cinderella stuff, which I haven't totally finished yet. But yep. they only do they just it's it's just, they have thirty minute time limits in in in, in uh, Stardom. Stardom. So it's it's there's the the video before they show the thing about how Siri's mom died, and she's like dedicating everything to her and. It shows when she got her first shot at the title against Miley Watani and she lost. And then they show Tommy Hayashi Shida winning the Grand Prix. So it, it does, they have a really nice buildup at the beginning of it where you just see like the history of the match coming together. Do they have the subtitles on there? Because I know sometimes they'll have like English subtitles. Or... Oh, no, so you're... one thing I've learned is they have subtitles when you watch the Japanese version, it looks like. But when you watch okay. the English commentary, they have Japanese subtitles. Okay. I forgot also, yeah, English commentary, which I clicked on. Yeah, it's that, it's that tight uh, Stuart Fulton guy again. That's right. I, that's right. That. We, I oh. forgot we had the conversation like seven hours ago. <laughs> but man, I am telling you, just like you're gonna you're gonna go, oh my god, like they go so hard, and then and then when you see the finish, and you're just like, I, I guarantee you, you're gonna be like, I've never seen this before, huh. like. This match is really good. Like, what, does he I, give her I, a, a low blow like a goa and then rolls her up? It's not that blow blow. <laughs> <laughs> Two butts, man. Um, so that's that's my um, my rambling wrestling roundup. Um, I also watched um, a couple like really shitty indies from like Pennsylvania that I didn't. What? I had never seen any of the people that wrestled on that. Yeah. Dude, I told you I've watched a lot. I, I didn't even write the. I didn't even grade it. I, I didn't know who anyone was. Take that, Mance Warner. <laughs> Mance Warner's tight. Man, but I'm telling you, I've I watched I watched so much wrestling in this last like two weeks. Oh, I got my drive. It's like how Stella got her groove back. Is how I feel. Ooh, I'm excited for the stardom. As I will say, Ryan, I was excited for Ryan's wrestling roundup review. Table. So hey. Oh damn, that's an S. <laughs> but um, before we head off, we will have the important question: Is NXT out of its lull? Uh, of course, they had in your house, and it was always a, a pleasure and a wonderful sight to see Top Pettengale back on the WWE screens. Also, uh, well, not on Peacock. Yeah, their streaming service sucks. Uh, sucks oh, so hey. much, Ryan. I turned it on and. Uh, caught the end of the uh, uh, Mercedes Martinez and uh, match, and it was like the tail end where she got like supernatural by the villain from Big Trouble in Little China and got like thrown off the stage and I said when I re and I turned it off and I was like when I restart this event I am not watching this match and I did it. Yeah, good, old, good old Karen Q playing a Chinese I don't get the fuck off my television MSK and Bronson Reed champs galore and taking on Legato Legato Phantasma uh, wonderful opener I will say all six men uh, you know definitely earning their worth 
But Bronson Reed, the standout MVP, your North American NXT IWGP heavyweight champion, whatever the, the hell he was, is, but uh, a showcase to show this this big man can do. I thought I realized all the men, uh, but especially Bronson Reed, that guy is a star and your new hybrid of what a big man can do, like a Will Hobbs or a Calvin Tankman, you know, kind of not only just power and strength, but can go oohs and ahs like splashes from the top rope, as we saw from uh, from uh, uh, Bronson Reed there. So, yes, MSK looking good. So reports saying that, hey, they let us do our own ish. You know, we don't get too many markups, so, you know, we, we got to be me. So that's why I probably enjoyed the FKA Rascals run so far in NXT. Fun match. Didn't, you know, over-plunder. But, you know, I thought this was a good opener. What would you think? That yeah, went three and a quarter. I thought, um, I mean, it was a spot fest, which is kind of what oh, you yeah. expected to do. But it was, it was fun. Yeah. It was. Does Escobar do uh, one of the top five brain busters in all of wrestling at the moment? Because, my God, he yeah, delivered he... a monster. He's a guy that I hope they don't, um, that they don't, what am I trying to say? Don't, don't Andrade on the yeah. main roster? Because he's, man, I I used to love him when he was um, King Cuerno. That's that guy? Mm-hmm. Okay. No wonder why he knows where all the TV cameras are as he's looking into them <laughs> before he gets pushed into the, uh, the, oh, God, that by told- Reed. <laughs> I was like, that all was right. So cool. I was like, well, now he's I'm like, why does he have to do that? <laughs> like, just... I was like, why is he just randomly screaming into this? Ca- oh, cause he's going to go through this. Okay. Spot fest, though, like you said, but it was it was fun. It was an entertaining battle where, you know, it, it didn't, like, melt my brain with, what's happening? You know, this is nonsensical. It was fun. I I, I, I enjoyed it. And I like DJZ, so I'm off it. Uh, give me, give me a, a number one through ten without a seven. Uh, I will go four. Four. Uh, speaking of four, I, there is a match that gets four stars on this card. Was it that women um, match that I talked about that I didn't watch? Oh, the, the two-star special between Zion. Like, the only thing that was interesting was, like, they, um, that Zion Lee, like, they, 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 every women's match where it's not, like, one of the main people, all they do is work the leg or the arm. And it's just boring as shit. And she, wor- she worked her, uh, her midsection instead of, the arm or the leg, so you got a little bit of different offense oh, from these women, okay. which I was like, oh, okay. And then Mercedes Martinez did a good job selling. Like, she couldn't get her up for a move because of it. So I was like, hey, Ooh. they're doing something different, but it still wasn't very good, so I went two stars. <laughs> uh, I, just, I would say the opposite. Of what, what was it? I just, I was watching, I'm like, huh, they're not working the leg. <laughs> different. I, I was like, I thought, I'm wondering why I haven't seen eight knee bars. Like, every time you see a women's match that's not a title match on an NXT show, it's just like, oh, she's got her on a knee lock. Oh, she's Do you got think her they did that because they didn't want Zia Lee to be injured yet again? <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. I'm just like. And I'm, I, hey. It was just. Work the it was like. Johnny. It, well, and I think that's what made it even worse was like. I'm like, my God, this company is so formula, 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 what is my trying to say? Formula, formulaic. 
formulaic that halfway through this match, I realized they're not working a knee. Because I'm so, <laughs> I'm just so used to, oh, here's, here's Casey Canizero against um, uh, Aaliyah. Oh, they're going to grab that leg. <laughs> like, you know that knee work is going to happen. So you get a hurricane rana. Yeah. Because, you know, because they don't know shit to do is the problem. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going, huh, okay, Zia Lee doesn't know shit. I mean, she so tries hard. So not but... away from hip toss, hip toss <laughs> yet, or what? Maybe. What's going on? She's, she's, she's still a blue belt. But then in my head, I'm going, oh, it's, it's Mercedes Martinez. She, she understands, like, let's do something different. She probably said, all right, work the midsection tonight because somebody, she probably knew in her head somebody else was going to work the leg because it's WWE and everyone works the leg in that damn company. So I, I did appreciate that they did something different, but it was still like it wasn't. But Zia Lee just is, is reckless in there. And Mercedes Martinez is just like, I, I think she's tremendous, and she she's had one hell of a career, but mm-hmm. she's getting to that Kenta level where she just can't do everything she used to do, but she still tries to do it. It doesn't come off good. So speaking of Kenta level, who does she attack when they come back and then she just sits on their chest? <laughs> um, Run Ooh, Did you say Nyla? I said Ronda Rousey. <laughs> 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 Nyla, I was like Nyla. I'm not like those girls. I saw God. the beginning on Tara before I permanently deleted it, and it was her and Bliss <laughs> talking about oh, a doll, and she's like, "Don't mess with my friends." Then Alexa Bliss was all like. We were ne- she was like, I mean, you're my friend, Alexa, but don't mess with my other friends. And Alexa's like, well, you're a liar, Nia Jax, because we were never friends. And then I said, delete. Yeah, I, and then I heard on that show they didn't even have, they just had no winner because they didn't want either of them to take a fall. So what are you booking it? Like, oh, anyway, just fuck that shit. <laughs> what do we got next? Night taken on Cameron Grimes, the million dollar champion belt in a ladder match. I thought this was a hell of a fun time. Um, I've never, you know, been at LA Knights or Eli Drake or that, that was his name, right? Eli yep. Drake. Eli Drake. I, I thought this Tell was a, an enjoyable Cameron Grimes, um, you know, since kind of getting in shape over the last few years. Well, since NXT looks really his character's there. Um, L.A. Knight, though, man, I, I get why The Rock is a fan of his. He has that swagger, that charisma, that, you know, F you, you know, we want to see you get killed. And he flips the ladder, you know, pretty much from the backwards where, where Cameron Grimes will fall and plunder onto a bunch of other ladders. Uh, but in a way, I didn't think this match over plundered. When I said that in the la- uh, in the first match, I meant it for this match because my notes were acting haywire. But we'll delete it like Ryan's. But um, I would say each step though with the ladders, it made it made sense throughout it. Great use of the environment there, um, you know, kind of as Grimes, you know, kind of flying. Uh, like I said, onto that. But that gold ladder that they pulled out, pretty cool. The million dollar belt glass case that they had to grab from. 
pretty cool. So I thought overall presentation wrestling wise and of course story uh, as we saw later on Tuesdays at NXT uh, just worked well with both these guys. So I, I was all about it. I thought this was a good match. Honestly, a match I'd probably watch again. Um, what do you think was the first thing? So I had no idea there was a stipulation on this match. Um, okay. What do you think was the first thing I said when, when I saw them start hanging this thing? Um, F this bleep. Um, I said, oh, my God, they're doing another fucking ladder match. Because <laughs> how many ladder matches have they done this year? Uh, 17. Oh, my God. I hope you're probably right. I mean, you're probably not wrong <laughs> to think about it. Um, to then, I'm like, ooh, I'm like, Eli Drake and Cameron Grimes. I'm like, he's, LA Knight's not been bad. No. He's coming over. We got a ladder match. And then I'm watching this match, and I'm watching this match, and then the, the bump happens, yada, yada, yada. And, uh, you know, I went, oh, my God, this match fucking rules. <laughs> <laughs> I, I haven't been. You had me going there for a second, right? Yeah. Oh, no. I, I, was, I was trying to slow play, waiting for you to be like, what did you go, a star in a quarter? And then, that, then after that, I was like, I should just I was say like, I didn't think I oversold it, but I was like, damn, it was enjoyable as shit. Man, so, like, I, I'm watching this, and I'm going – this reminds me of like 1997 SummerSlam Rock and Triple H wow. ladder match where they're just beating the shit out of each other with it and they're not they're not just doing high spots. They're using it mm-hmm. as a weapon. Dude, the cutter when the ladder was on its side, the cutter that Knight does to Grimes and then the way Grimes took that bump onto the oh, edging side on the ladder was nuts, yes. Oh, yeah, God. And then and, and, uh, L.A. Knight's, like, back hit the edge of it, too, so it mm. couldn't have felt good for him, either. Oh. Um, I, dude, I, I would four stars on this. This was, this nice. was my match of the night. I, I, real, I was like, this made me care about a ladder match again. And, mm. and then I'm, I started thinking, I was like, man, Eli Drake might be my most improved wrestler of the year. Hmm. Like, He's been having he's been having some good stuff. I'm like, let's go, man. I'm into this. This is fun. I haven't seen too much. It makes me want to go back to some of the other NXTs that he's wrestled. I've seen vignettes. I've seen, you know, some of the uh, the promos that he's done, you know, via you know clips on YouTube or, or Facebook. Uh, so that I dig. Again, I was like, oh, I get why The Rock, you know, has put the stamp of approval on him, you know, over the years. Uh, and and this wrestling match, I, I didn't watch him in Impact. I didn't watch him in NWA, uh, but I will continue to watch him on NXT or you know wherever he goes after this. Um, but no, I, I thought both these guys, even Ted DiBiase, wasn't overutilized in this match, which I thought was nice. So I, I was happy all around. I, I agree with you. This was probably the best match of, of the show. And I'll say this too. Next match. I I've always said to you guys where. I know he's not that great of a wrestler, but there's just something about Eli Drake that I like. I don't mm-hmm. know why, because he, he isn't, like I said, he isn't, he isn't the, the greatest worker, but he just gets it. And that's what I think his best, ta- his best trade is. Mm-hmm. Like 
there's one point Cameron Grimes walks around the corner and Eli Drake's grabbing a grabbing a weapon or something. He's like, Oh, where do you think you're going? I'm gonna I'm coming to get you. I can let you walk away from me, buddy. Like he's always interacting and he's always talking and he he understands the nuances. Mm-hmm. And that's where I think he shines. And you know And it also helps because he's the ultimate tweener in today's wrestling environment where I think he can, you know, audible in a match if the crowd's hot for him and he's playing a heel. I think he could switch it perfectly, transitionally, transition into that at any time, whether it's in a match or just the, you know, evolution of his character over time. I think that's a guy that could easily play both sides of the fence really well. And not everyone can do that. Yeah, he and, and I think if they ever turn him face, he doesn't even have to change his character and he's going to be over. Yeah. The crowd will eat it up either way. They'll boo or cheer or both. Take um, that, Roman Reigns. He's, but he's good. He's, like, he mm-hmm. gets it. He just understands the nuances, and that's what I really like about him. As you can tell, that, that he's somebody that when he gets into that character, it, it's a lot like Jericho, where Jericho mm-hmm. will be, you know, as, as minimal and simple as it is. There's just the little things. When he co- he's walking towards you, he's like, I'm going to get you, you little son of a bitch. Like, there's just <laughs> those little things that he does that where it's not like he does, you know, he doesn't get lost in the moment. Mm-hmm. He's always like, if, if, some, if nothing's happening, he's mouthing off to somebody or he's, he starts doing something different. And it just, it works so well. And that's why I like him so much. I shouldn't say so much, but that's why I like, appreciate No, I, I totally get it. Uh, and as we this see is really on- good. On Tuesday, he utilizes and capitalizes on what Ryan states uh, just now and, and pretty much kicks Ted DiBiase to the curb and then says he's looking for his own personal Virgil. Uh, how do we get Derek Fury to Florida? Are they going um, to bring Reginald down? No, nah, Vince is too much in love with him. Oh, yeah, that's right. right. Oh, that's the guy that does the circus all way. Shit. Get me tickets. Then the limo explodes. Gosh, once again. Uh, remember, uh, remember, remember. Hey, can you believe it's been 14 years since Vince's limo exploded and miraculously <laughs> came back to life? <laughs> um, man, I, I don't want to, I don't want to change what you're talking about. Um, I just, I, I'm I I've been reading an article I've been reading like like two articles, um, and like seeing tweets and stuff, and uh, mm-hmm. I just can't get over this. Like, to, it says to describe this match, and this is an article somebody wrote on that match to describe this match in a single world word unbelievable. Um, what they wow. you tell me, Hayashi Shida and Sierra were able to do in that special match changed everything. The world is buzzing. It was no longer just those in the Joshi circle, you know, because I'm in that circle, <laughs> celebrating yep. the efforts of these two women. New Japan's strong openweight champion Tom Lawler said to watch the match if, if you value, value your time. Dave Meltzer uh, said it is one of the best matches of the entire year. Mark Ramondi of ESPN stated that not only it was one of the best matches he had seen all year, but an absolute classic. Um, wow! The, the, All this exposure is starting to get their Noah moments. Noah got um, the end of the last half of 2020. Everyone's saying, as including us, promotion of the year, promotion of the year. Is this the match that sets the gear in motion for Stardom to becoming 
that national kind of treasure, at I least mean, on the internet. Well, and like, and like, um, you know, I listen to uh, Joe Lanz and Rich Crates for the Voice of the Wrestling. I always listen to their flagship. I think, I think they have really good content. They have really good takes, and they get, a, they have a lot of information that people don't get, and you know, it helps because then it's information that I can give to you. You know that mm-hmm. I that that I've that I've heard from people, and you know they they follow us on on Twitter. We follow them back, so we've talked to them before. Oh, yeah. We played their clips, um, but like they are anti Joshi. They hate Joshi. Like wow. like Joe Lanza hates Yuka Sakazaki. He's like, I don't need the genie pants girl. She sucks. Get her off my TV. <laughs> like they're not they're not Joshi whatsoever. And uh, Rich Craig, uh tweeted that um, a couple days ago in the morning. Hey hey you. Go watch Utami versus Siori right now. It's phenomenal. That's all. Dash Rich. Um, then this article goes on to say it's, it was very reminiscent of what Okada and Omega had their Wrestle Kingdom match. It broke through barriers of New Japan fans, pure, uh, Pariso enthusiasts, and made it to the mainstream. That helped New Japan boom to one of its most popular periods ever and yep. remains the reason why so many people on the world watch it more than before. This is what Utami and Siori very well could be doing for Stardom moving forward, kind of like you were just saying. Ooh. Um, but the reaction isn't just about the worldwide reaction of those wrestling in and out of it celebrating the feats and doing doings of those two women. This is about them more than anything in the, um, Oh, in the conclusion of their match, one walked away champ and the other walked away with nothing but universal pride. I was going to stop because oh, nice. I don't spoilers. Uh, while many wrestlers may take that as a fantastic confidence booster moving forward. Um, it, it's, it, and then, and then, there's there's character at the end that we get to see as they bring up you know we we get to see this the, the reaction about you know from both women after this match you, you, I mean there's there's long back and forth between the two of them um, I got the translation of of one of their promos after it uh, that I'll, maybe next week I'll read it if you watch the show and we can review the show okay um, like it's like the person who wrote this article. Uh, titled it, Utami Hayashi Shida versus Siri, the capital or uh, the catapult into superstardom. Um, they they said the article that's titled like this is to explain what it means going forward for stardom. They have set lofty goals for themselves that in the next five years are hoping to have their very own show inside the Tokyo Dome one day. Ooh, and this, I, I'm the more and more I'm like and you know I'm very good at talking myself into a shoot, but the more and more I think about this match. I, I think this is my match of the year right now. I really do. It was incredible. I've it's never like your seen Sa- Kazaki match of last year. Yeah, with uh, with um, or the the one two years ago with Nakajima, mm. at uh, twenty nine, the one that Omega was at. Um, no, I thought you liked the in twenty twenty where you had the Joshi well, match. Oh, her and Mizuki. Yeah, I think it was. I I was tear tiring if I should go five or four and three quarters. Was that one? Mm. Uh, I know exactly what you're talking about because it was on that big Tokyo Joshi Pro show that me and Demtris watched. But, dude, this match is just incredible. Mm. They work so hard and the emotion behind it and everything they do. I mean, there was a there was a point in time where I'm like, oh, my God, that's the end. And I'd never seen a, a, something like that before. I mean, there's just, God, dude. So, everyone, follow me and subscribe to Stardom and then watch this event and their library, which they have some really good good events. Um, but, wow, I, I can't wait. I wish I had time tomorrow before we left for camping to watch it. 
after work, but uh, definitely when we uh, return on Monday, that's definitely going to be on my list. Sorry, Raw, not. Yeah, I mean, it's. I, I fast forwarded to the end of that clip. Uh, it doesn't look like Sai Kamatani. Oh, piss. I just spoiled who won the damn uh, the, the tournament. <laughs> Shit. I didn't mean to do that. Like, I, I really want you to watch the whole show, is where I'm going with it. Okay. Um, I'm down with like, clown. No point in I, um, I set the. I, I switched it back to the beginning, so you won't see any spoilers now. Oh. I'm going to make sure. Oh, that I, I, I didn't see anyone holding it. Well, I just saw someone lying on the ground. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. And, and they're just cutting a pro- And I didn't know who it was, so you're good. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Um, and they, they both cut good promos on each other or, like, about it. Um, okay. I'm going back and resetting all of the matches to be at the beginning just in case, by the way. Because I truly, <laughs> like, like I said, it's, 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 it's an easy watch. Okay. But I just I, – I didn't realize it was going to do that. Take I'm, that I'm glad all you saw was – with somebody laying on the ground. So um, yeah, it wasn't Randy Orton holding the championship belt. So. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> After working exactly. eleven hours, okay. Yeah, that was butt cheeks. Oh, I realized they they go back if I watch the entire thing. I see. Mm. So if I don't watch the entire thing, then it then it stops it. Okay, cool. All right, we should be good on all these. But yeah, I mean, dude, the Stars of Little Time match was flipping awesome because there's you know there's stakes. Like you mentioned, mm-hmm. with you know somebody's getting somebody from Omaha or No Name. Uh, Omaha. Okay, those are good steaks. <laughs> I do like No Name steaks though. I do like the new na- No Name burgers too. Yes, very good. Um, so that's all set up. But uh, not, anyway, I got to stop track. I just like, dude, I am working myself into a shoot. This God, fuck, this is good. Now I feel bad because no. We have Ember Moon challenging for the uh, NXT Women's Championship. I would say <laughs> pro- not my match of the year. No, but uh, I'd say a very good match. A, a fantastic showing by the champion Raquel Gonzalez. Yeah, I mean, I went three stars. I didn't think it was bad. It was perfectly acceptable wrestling. This Ember was the best- Moon didn't look like how she, you know, one of our gripes with her where she looks, you know, like Sasha. They just seems like they're rushing into bots and you know they they can slip or fall or botch and I, I i thought ember to her credit you know didn't carry the match or even lead it in a way i thought it was just a a good squared match if that makes sense like both men did their part but man as i told you yesterday raquel gonzalez benefited for sure for her you know i, I it's been at least four years, uh, especially since I saw her at that random NXT show in Florida many, many months ago. Uh, but definitely benefited from her time in NXT, especially since this heel turn. You know, I sense, you know, Big Daddy Cool, you know, Kevin Nash type of vibes with, of course, Dakota Kai, you know, being, you know, the little, you know, uh, bulldog, you know, if you will, or Chihuahua saying, all right, let's let's go get him. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I, I thought she's improved dra- uh, drastically in all categories as a wrestler from appearance to set hell even showing off the belt as she's being introduced the nxt logo of the belt on the lower back as she shows her muscles her back muscles as she's being introduced um yeah that was cool every spot i didn't see really anything too much where i was like cringeworthy if that makes sense i thought they both hit their their marks 
and, and Raquel Gonzalez showed dominance, but Ember Moon, again, looked like a credible opponent. Former champion, so of course she is off the bat and a fan favorite, uh, but since her injury a few years back, definitely has changed her repertoire, but that's not a bad thing, and, and I, I really, really did enjoy this match. Definitely my, my second favorite of the show. This this was the best Ember Moon match I've seen since she's came back from injury. Nice. Um, I mean, you said everything. I don't really need to say much. You kind of you did it, you know, deep, deep down. Deep down, Alex, I know you still love your impact challenge you know, for your better. main events. I was I I think I've watched a Killer Cross match. I don't think I've seen a Carrion. I saw the Bella match and O'Reilly match. But in this five-way, with of course, he wants to face everyone. Well, everyone included Johnny Gargano, Kyle O'Reilly, Adam Cole, and, of course, WrestleCast Radio's favorite, a Pete Dunne of the Bruiserweight, the Sydney Cook of the Future, if you will. Um, I will say this, Ryan. It's weird. I like this match but I also thought it was hella too long. But I think I'm slowly becoming a fan of Karrion Cross because I liked how he looked like a wrestler against those four guys who look like junior high school students. Uh, they showcase everyone's strengths, but but definitely this was to highlight Karrion Cross, whether it's for the main roster, which, of course, it looks like he won't be going up anytime soon since he did retain the NXT championship, but I could see the Japanese influence. I ate the suplexes, sleeper holds, you know, suplexes galore, you know, of all types, submissions, uh, strikes, uh, cross. He's a badass dude. I know he's had injuries in the past. I don't know if he's ever injured anyone, uh, but it looks like sometimes, uh, again, looks, I'm not saying he is, but, you know, looks careless on some of the drops on his opponents here. Uh, but I thought this was this made me go okay. I need to pay attention to Karrion Cross. It it wasn't yeah like it wasn't bad. It was just it was typical WWE fashion where you know Triple H is make sure you know only two guys in the ring at one time it had half you know half the time. Mm-hmm. But no, it wasn't bad. Like I, I went three and three quarters on it. I think probably my <laughs> second favorite match of the night. Remember he got pushed through that door? That was pretty cool. Oh, I knew. I was like, God damn it. They're going to go through that stupid flipping door. Just like the last time. <laughs> no, but he was just gigantic. Like, I, I, I get now when Jim Cornette bashes on, you know, when wrestlers look like children uh, in this match. And when, when, you know, he's fortunate. Look at the professionals, the veterans that he's in the ring with, like a Gargano, obviously, O'Reilly, yeah. Cole, even Pete Dunne in his short time wrestling, he's definitely a leader and a ring general uh, when it comes to his matches. But I don't know. I, I I was dreading to watch this match before it started because I'm like, oh, Karrion Cross, yada. But I, I finished it saying, okay, that wasn't too bad. You know, it wasn't like, ooh, I need to note this as my, you know, top 20 matches, you know, to dwindle down. But overall, as a show, uh, I thought this, you know, made me go, hmm, to NXT. 
especially after the event where William Regal was interviewed and said, oh, enough is enough. See me on Tuesday. And lo and behold, Ryan, on Tuesday, the Samoan submission machine, <laughs> being the heater, being the muscle buster, if you will, for anyone that irks a Sir Lord William Regal. So definitely <laughs> some good events coming up. But not a bad takeover, I will say. Not having too many expectations. I uh, I didn't mind watching watching this match, uh, you know, minus uh, Mar- Martinez botching. Not her fault. It's the camera angle uh, getting tossed from the stage onto the uh, the plexiglass. That's my first image of the event. Yeah, but like, I thought a good show. That, that shit looked painful. <laughs> She's like, Rob! <laughs> Jesus. Because, you know, they had to have Karen Q. Overall, thoughts on, overall thoughts on the show, sir? It was okay. I was fine. Um, I, I'm glad that I was excited for a ladder match again because it's been so damn long since I have, but I won't go, like, I'm not going to go back and watch the show. No. I don't watch the ladder match again. Yeah, like, it was fun watching them have a, have a ladder match that wasn't just who can jump off it more times than the other one. <laughs> you know, these guys yeah, used it as a true. weapon. Like, it was sweet. Like, that's what I wanted. I wanted them to use it as a flipping weapon. Mm-hmm. And they did. And it, it superseded. And it also helps, too, that I had the lowest expectations. Like, I, I, I was a Trevor Lee mark back in PWG, so it's like, I don't have anything against him, but mm-hmm. I was like, these two guys are going to have a ladder match that I wasn't ready for. This is going to suck. <laughs> so I was already like all in on trash. And it was, I was, like, it was oh, your yeah, favorite man. match tonight. That's, I, that's all it. I wanted was, the only thing that I didn't get that I wanted was I wanted Eli Drake to put the ladder behind him, behind uh, Cameron Grimes, and then body slam the ladder with him on it. Like, I was like, oh, that's the only thing I wanted to do. But it was cool. Like I said, they used it as a weapon, which is what made me happy. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Shout out to Bronson Reed as well. That guy is a beast. Tomorrow night, this was the beast of a show. Pro Wrestling Summit, we got our go-home show before Summer Games 2, the big Summer Games anniversary show. And Alex, you, June 25th, better be off your your TV and on your Twitch and and jumping in because I want the biggest house ever. Last week, we had 67 people in the the house at one time, which was awesome. Wow. So we thank you. That's y'all. awesome. Well, we're about to get kicked off in five seconds. So we appreciate y'all. Homicide Edition 187. Deuces. <laughs> that was great. Can it kick us off? <laughs> I don't know.